Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. we go where they are welcome in everybody sports take jacob sports youtube network on this tuesday Derek gunn barrett brooks rob ellis great to see everybody thanks for hanging with us sports what's take up, tell your friends smash the like button what's going on guys how we doing what's up what's up what's up good man good. I, I apologize ahead of time if you hear you hear a lot of sawing knocking and cutting it's the crews outside fixing up Touching up some of the things they needed to correct on the man, so, still, still. Oh yeah, they haven't, even, they haven't even started painting it yet. So don't blame anything on Cruz. I didn't say Cruz. <laughs> I said the crew. Oh, the crew, the work crew, the crew. Good, yeah. good, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you finally. My- now, when's that actually going to be done? When is that happening? I have no idea. So oh, I thought it'd be God. done by now. I don't know. All right. Well, you're you're in the uh, the wife's room, so you got to be on good behavior. Uh, right. Yeah. Here's sure. the thing. Here, and here's the thing. When I when I leave this room, it has to be exactly how she left it, or she will find she will <laughs> find something. If I don't close the blinds a certain way, I hear about it. If mm. I don't put the chair back at her desk, I hear about it. If I move a pillow the wrong way, I'm going to hear man. about it. Man. You hear that whip, Barrett? You hear that? Bro, at the end of the day, it better be back the way it's supposed to be anyways. Good man, point. Man, you got to stop kissing up, man. You know, you're, that's pathetic. Good point, man, Barrett. You're, you're kissing Whatever, up. Again. We know who the boss is. So uh, you, right, better, right, you better right, have that right, room in order. Right, okay? right, right. We'll just right. leave it at that. That better happen. Right, right. Hey, look, uh, man, I'll run my house when she ain't home. <laughs> I don't even buy it when she's not home that you run your house. Right, okay? right. You're right. I, I, I buy that. There's, there's daughters, there's, there's grandkids. Dogs. I, I don't, I don't dogs. even, I, yeah, I don't even, I don't even try to, I, I leave all that stuff alone, man. You can't even tempt me with that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going for that, bro. I don't go for it. I'm not listening to any of that. The dogs get specialty meals. That tells you how far down the totem pole I am. Yeah. Bro, they do. They get, they get, they get rice. Rotisserie chicken, rice. Rotisserie chicken. Yes. I don't even eat that good. They eat that every day, bro. Uh, no, 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 hold on. They get soft eggs, not hard. Soft eggs. Oh, no, they won't. eggs. We can't oh, no, have hard they, they have to be. They have to be like over easy, over medium, so you can break the yolk. Because the one oh, dog, the wobble, you think I'm kidding? Now, if you if you put a hard scrambled egg, now the other one, the one that's uh, PJ, who's a part beagle or something, that dog will eat dirt. He don't care. But it's that other one, Yobi, the, the Chihuahua, the twelve pound Chihuahua. Yobi. If, if you talk about Yoki, you got Yobi. 
I didn't name the dog. That was his name when we got him. Yobi and Yoki, man. What what is going on here? Right, right. Look, that that dog had a name when we got eight months old. This late, some lady paid eight hundred dollars for a Chihuahua at a pet store, and then gave him to us eight months later for free. I'm like, I didn't want the dog because I I, I love dogs, but I, I'm a big dog person. Yeah, Chihuahuas are. I got two yappers here, man. Yeah, yeah. I hear oh, that, that, that. That beagle always sounds off too. Why Welcome back, Chris. No, no. Chris is Yo, back. Chris back in the hazy. Yeah. What's up, Chris? Good to hear Where from you. Been? Uh, good to hear from Chris. What's up, Anthony Daz? Showtime. Uh oh. We see everybody. We see you, the, John. The sniper's back. John Dickerson. John Dickerson. Everybody's back. <laughs> yeah, right. He's up man. in the town. Oh, speaking of, I, again, I'm such a sucker for this, man. So the Phillies end it. I flip over the equalizers on the first one. Oh. Yes. Every yes. time, man. Every yes. time. You I, I, I love love that movie. Yeah, love you got it. to. You got to watch. I love, it. I love both of them. The second I think they're both one was great. just as good. Yeah, I, he, he's so good, man. Denzel's so good. Oh, oh here but we go. I, but here I, we but, go. Yeah, here we go. I so don't that. feed the dog. This is not yeah. true. Yeah. This is not, <laughs> let's, let's, let's clear this up. <laughs> no, are you serious? No, Maggie, no. seriously. Here's Come what on, happens. Bro. Here's she what happens. Lying, bro. She's so not lying. So when I have my dry Cheerios in the morning with my iced tea, my drink to wash it. Let me go on record first of all. That's nasty. It is gross. I know it's gross. I make her sit and I give her three Cheerios. That's what at she the table. At the no, table. I mean, I, I make her sit off to the side and I drop no, three you Cheerios don't. in front. That I dog do. got a bib and a fork and a knife at the table, man. Come on, bro. I right. the food, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I, I feel you, man. I, I cause Yoki, out that that little B, she just <laughs> man. That little what? B, B. female dog, man. <laughs> that little B, man. I'm telling you, bro, she be tripping, dog. Yeah. I mean, she she does stuff like like if I'm sitting there eating my meal, she starts barking at me, want me to give her a meal. I that's what happens. Same yeah, with me. She, oh, she, she does like this. She goes, yeah, and she makes little noises like, oh, it's not yep, a full yep. bark, but it's enough <laughs> yep, to yep. like I'm here. Yeah, like, exactly. I, you know, well, I know you see me. Is what, what, according to you your better I mean? half, you teach her how to beg at the table. That's not see. That's what. Yes, see. First, uh, your daughter yeah. dimes you out. Then your wife been diming you out weekly. <sighs> Come on, Rob. Tell the know. truth, man. You I, weird. I really. Dude, that's. Bro. I'm not like giving her like uh, hamburger, and I'm. Just, I gave her right, homemade Cheerios, man. That's like. Stop, that's, Rob, 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 Rob. We we family. Look, man. We've been doing this show since April 18th. This is our 84th show, you, by the way. 84th. I, I, 84th. I've yes. known you since 1997, bro. Yes. We family now. Okay. You don't have to cover up anymore, bro. We know all your little idiosyncrasies, man. We know. I know. Like, look, I I am like. The dog's sitting at the table with the napkin on, man. Admission. I'm a weirdo. I I know. I know I'm strange. I got it. I admit it. I'm 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 guilty as charged. Okay. Thank you. Rob, are there any more weirdness that we need to know about? Maggie, can you tell us anything else we need to know about? Goldfish, potato chips. Look at this. See Rob Lyon. Look at his face, Barrett. Look at his face. (laughs) She caught she she throw him all the way under the freight train today. Goldfish, potato chips. What else? You talking about dry Cheerios? We need we need, her, we need her to get back to work. Okay, <laughs> the school year starts very soon. Hey, it's summer school, man. Oh, God. Well, all, all I know is uh, all I know is um, what me and you both, Derek, will get a what? Um, uh, Maggie said it's, it's time. She for said guys I got to come to school. Yeah, right, time for we gotta do. To go we gotta go to the school the again. Yeah. Right, yeah, we get to go to school. So here, yeah. here's the problem. When you guys go, you guys kill it, and then I go after you guys, and it's kind of like wah wah, and I'm like. <laughs> Mr. Barrett and Mr. Derek were great. And I'm like, I'm like, there's all this pressure now, and I can't even read the Dr. Seuss book because I'm it's in my head. 
You know oh, they I mean? don't. They don't. They don't play the. Uh, the I don't read the. Uh, the oh, you read. You, you bring your own thing. I think. Right. No, or, they they have a game to me. Uh, who knows uh, more? No, who's smarter right. than a, a fourth <laughs> grader or whatever? Grader, third grader. grader. Yeah. 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 So you know, and then and they then they hold on. They literally have stuff that they know. No one I don't know. Oh yeah. Like everything sports, these kids know everything sports. Yes, they do. Yeah. I'm yep. like, yo, well, do. how do they know all this stuff? I know. They're unbelievable. They are so smart, these kids. And they're right, we're talking right. like first, second graders. Yes. Kids, and right. they are unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. They know about, you know. Hey, when I go in, when I go in, I, I like to read like like when it's uh green eggs and ham, I'll right. read half the, the sentence and let them finish it. Yes. And I keep going like that to have interaction. See, I don't read, I don't just sit there and read to them. They know the book as well as I do, inside and out, man. Yeah, Backwards yeah, and forth. Yeah, now, sometimes yeah. I might skip a line on purpose. Hey, you missed the line. Like, my bad. I go right. back. You know? No, but you guys, is. you guys are really good with them, man. And I'm telling, no, I'm in good. there. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm like Bear, look, look, look. Yeah. Is Barry smart as fifth grader? Nope. No, nope. ouch. I have yet to win. Dang. I have yet to win. I guarantee you, I couldn't win. We could <laughs> we lower that down to like first or second grade, and I wouldn't win. These hey, kids Maggie, are Maggie, Maggie never asked me to play that game. She probably looked at me and said, you know what, D-Gun ain't smarter than a first grade. <laughs> <long ago. laughs> she didn't even ask. She never asked uh, me to play the game. She just said, D-Gun, pick the book. I <laughs> Come on, I never got to play this game. You play and, the game, Rob? I, yeah, oh, I suck. I I have no chance, man. Oh, you know, what I do is everything. I do oh. a little short Dr. Seuss book, and then I yeah. open it up to sports questions, and then they just start firing, man. They're, yeah, they're all, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I do. I let them yeah. ask questions. But yep. I never got to play the fifth grader game. Uh, Maggie, you got can it. you explain this? Careful what you wish for. All the years right, I've right, been going right. there. Right. Careful what no, you wish for, bro. No, these, I wanna, and it's, it's not just it's not just the it's not just the little guys. No. The girls know just as much. Yes, oh, they yes. do. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they 100%. know their sports, man. They 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 get to ask me stuff Olympian <laughs> questions, all that type of stuff, bro. Yeah, I mean, no, absolutely. All right, you get all. second, you get second grade there. <laughs> Sad state that's of it. affairs. Chris is Chris second is back grade? and she's that's she's it? firing. Right. Yeah. I get second I grade. It. I can't even get fifth graders. Like I'm smart as Robin Barrett. I should at least get fifth graders. We'll promote you to like third grade, maybe. That's right. 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 I ain't going. Uh, I ain't going. Now I'm insulted. I hear you, man. Um, so a lot today, a lot going on today. Phillies win last night. Eagles are back at it. So it's Eagles last, I guess technically they call this the last training camp practice. Because yes, they because have this, they're going road. Yeah, they're yeah, they're going, going road. road the next two weeks, yeah. And there's two games left. After, yeah. You know, with that, and then after after the game against Cleveland, yeah. you technically only have one more preseason game, which is crazy. That's right. But that's, that's kind of right. where we're at. Yeah, twelfth uh, practice right. today, by the way, twelfth one. Is that's it? How do you get in shape? Twelfth practice. How do you I mean? How do you get in shape? That's and, you know that's my problem with yeah, with man. you know because everybody was trying to say all right. um, the big fella, you know, Davis wasn't in shape. No, that's said Davis is in shape, but he's in good enough shape to be just what everybody else is. Everybody else in that defense in the second half were tired, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're in shape enough to play. I mean, I need to start seeing guys run after practice, not just Davis, but a lot of people, man. You know, I, I myself, you know, when I was in camp and we used we used training camp to get in shape, mm-hmm. I would run after practice just so I'd know I'd be in optimum shape going into it. Oh, Chris, <laughs> no. Chris, no. Yeah, we can't have this happen, Chris. Not happen. We'll keep moving. Um, but but thank you for the suggestion. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I see Christian. I see Gigi. What's up, Daz? I see everybody. Uh, Birdman. Uh, so a couple a couple other odds and ends uh, coming out of the, the the sporting world right now, as it relates to uh, to Philly sports and beyond. So Ben Simmons and the Sixers reach a settlement, and that 
mess. So this was basically the gist of it is the games that he didn't play for the Sixers last year, the Sixers docked him pay, which was like, yeah, crazy amount of money. Right. So then once he got traded to the nets, they were okay with paying him. So this is from the Sixers. So they went to an arbiter and they've settled now. Okay. So that's that. I, the whole thing just just still irks me beyond belief. But I, the, the fact that they settled with him and they had to settle with him is just. I wonder what he got. What did he get? We well, don't know. Are, it's they, undisclosed. They, yeah. Yeah. Undisclosed. And they won't. They don't have to tell. Settle. Settle. I know. Well, you well, lucky. He didn't play. You lucky. He didn't, you got a check. Yeah. Right. But see, he didn't play, man. Like if he didn't went straight there and started playing, he he, you know, they'd have a better better case. But since he went there, didn't play, um, you know, it, it, they had a give him something but you know they didn't have to give him anything well yes they did they went to he quit on them yeah i know oh, yeah. the problem is with the with the way it's set up with the nba pa and the league it goes to an arbiter and the arbiter rule we don't right. know how much i would guess he probably got about half of it back which is that right. what you guys would guess i would think about half a little over half yeah uh you know and, and that's sad that's really a sad but we know Vincent. that's what he does i mean what about his rookie year when he sat out, he didn't want to play because he wanted that five million dollar bonus to be rookie of the year. Yep. So he was actually in the NBA for a year, sat out, then came back the next year, won M- uh, NBA rookie of the year, and got that five million dollar sign. I mean, uh, bonus for being there. That's what's going to be fascinating this year because it's like, dude, there's no more excuses, man. You, you got to get on the floor, and I, I don't, I don't see how this is going to shake out, but we'll see. Uh, another schedule leak, guys. So the Sixers and the Celtics will will play on the NBA's opening night, first game of the season, which Good is deal. October 18th. Yeah, be Sixers Celtics in Boston, part of that doubleheader. The second game is the Lakers and the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So the Sixers Gentlemen, get a lot. Of, I, lot I apologize. Of I have to step aside for a minute. I apologize. Do your thing, man. Yeah. Well, you know that's 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 cool though. You know because um, yeah. and they also play on Christmas. So I mean that's yeah. that's you know it tells getting... you with the with the with the league you know. And the popularity of the team is, yes, you know, that does, they're getting those primetime gigs, it, it, you know, and deservedly so. You know, I got high expectations for this team, just you know, just as high as I have for the Eagles right now. I mean, this thing, you know, you guys may not think so, but I think this team can compete, um, you know, in the West. I mean, uh, in 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 the East, and they, and I believe they can beat those teams in the West. I, I think it's all about Harden, Barrett. If he comes back and he and he looks more like the guy we saw before he got here, I think right. definitely can. I mean. If you couple Harden and Embiid and Maxi with what the other others can do, they're Thibel. a good team, man. They're you a good get, team. You get Thibel shooting at least, and I believe Thibel at least will shoot a little bit. I think that he will he will get you know he would he will turn a leaf. He'll work on his game. Mm-hmm. It's not like Ben. Ben just just wasn't going to do it. Yeah, Thibel will work on it. So I think Thibel will be a better player. You know, um, I mean. The sky's the limit for this for the 76ers team, man. I, and I think they can compete, man. I know a lot of people saying, you know, the Celtics really are going to run away with it. But I, I I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. So Yeah, I, mean, I, I listen, I'm with you. Uh, I, I think they're going to be a competitive team. Uh, you know, look, a lot of this shifts depending on where Durant lands. If Durant lands in Boston, they're going to be the team to beat, and they were already in the championship last year. I don't think he goes. You think he goes to Boston? I feel like I, they have more – I, it almost seems like the way things are set up, it's going to be hard to move him to Miami. It's going to be hard to move him to Phoenix. I would love to see him go out west. I don't, I don't want think to he's going anywhere, Rob. To be honest with you, yeah. Now, look, I, that's I possible too. But it, Barrett, if he really drew a line in the sand and said them or me with the front office and the coach, and then the owner comes out and backs the coach, I, 
That's what I don't I don't know how this shakes out. But he brought the coach in. How you gonna bring the coach in and then not want him here? It doesn't make sense to me. I I don't know, man. I I wish I understood everything that goes on. He uh, and Harden handpicked him. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Unfortunately, it's the way things have kind of gone now um, with the league. You know, there's too much of that. Uh, There's but there players have a lot of control, man. So you know, we'll see how that shakes out. He went out and said that he was going to retire, and if you believe, he did do that. I don't think so, man. I I just think I when I look at their roster, I'm going James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, PJ Tucker, not Thibel. Yeah, Tucker. Then Tobias have uh, Tobias Harris and Embiid. Yeah, look, it's a good lineup. It really yeah. is, you know. And yeah. and, and it, it's a matter of getting, you know, like I said, like Harden from a couple years back. Hopefully, Embiid can stay healthy. These are all huge ifs. Uh, and I and I do count on Maxi taking yet another leap forward. So that's going from averaging twenty points a game to maybe 24, 25 points a game. Yep, Harden yeah. will, will, will score twenty four, well twenty points a game. You know, sleeping. Mm-hmm. Being an average is 30 a game. I mean, to me, they're very competitive, man. And oh, I, sure. I, I saw somebody Tobias Harris last year in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, like, I, I think the shame of it is if he hadn't signed that gigantic contract. Now, good for him. He's getting paid. Yeah. Um, and he was just, if he, if he was on sort of like a, a 20 million a year deal and right. he was doing what he was doing, I think everybody'd be fine. Yes. I mean, we definitely, but the expectation when you sign those, Mega deals, man, that you want mega results from those deals. You know, and yeah. I, you know, kind of like, you know, what it is with J-Jaw. You know, with, you know, J-Jaw's deal, he got drafted in the second round. He wasn't necessarily a second round grade, a second round guy. You know, Jalen Rager's the same way. Yeah. He's not a first round guy. So when you overdraft him, like uh, Marcus Smith also, the expectation is just a little too high. Me, I got underdrafted, so I was good. I was yeah, glad, right. you know, after it was over, I mean, I still got screwed out about a million and a half dollars. Right. I'm not getting drafted in the first round. But ultimately, you know, I mean, I can see them, you know, just like they put so much pressure on guys that get drafted in the first round, man. It's hard to live to those expectations. I just kind of went under the radar, drafted in the second round, played played better than expected. So I was good. You know what I'm What's saying? The, the average play. expectancy in the NFL is what? Two and a half? Three and a half. Years. Three and a half years. And three you play 12, Barrett? I mean. Well, it's, it's, um, it's, look, it's, it's three. The average is three years. So you and got, you get basically four times what the average is in, in, out of your career. Right. So. That's a damn good career, man. No question. So, I mean, the NFL is smart also. Like, in order, and in in, in practice squad doesn't count, but, it, you know, the, the average is three years. That's why they make, you don't qualify for, for anything until you reach the fourth year. So you got to play three years and three games gotcha. to qualify, you know, for everything. And once you know, once you do that, then you're good. You'll become vested. You don't become what do you vested have to, three Do you have to get games. 10 years in to, to max out? Um, I well, think that's what it is, isn't it? I think it's 10 years. Yeah, I, I maxed out. Yeah, I maxed that's out. That's awesome. That's but, awesome. You know, All right, so let, let's go there. So they traded J-Jaw. If, if you didn't hear, this this goes down yesterday. Uh, J.J. Ortega Whiteside for Ugo Amadi. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Jaw in his career here, three seasons, 16 catches, 290 yards. Basically, Amadi was going to be released. Barrett, I want you to get to the money in a second, but let me just give people Amadi's background. So he's been with Seattle for three years, played in 47 games. He started 12. He's still only 25. He was a fourth rounder. 
Started seven games last year. He's got one career pick, 128 tackles, two forced fumbles, and, you know, whatever. So that, that's kind of where it's at. But this was – there were financial implications here with this as well, right? Right, right, right. What it was is it worked out best for both teams because if they'd have cut uh, J-Jaw, he'd have counted like maybe like 1.7 against the yeah, Cavs. 1.7, even, yeah. Even though his, his salary is only, what, 1.3? Right. Yeah. So it, it accelerated 1.7 to the cap. Since they made a trade, that cap value does not, you know, get accelerated into their cap. But they do pick up um, the other guy's cap value. If they would have cut him, it would have been like 2.9, 2.8 towards their cap. Right. So it worked out that, you know, both guys coming in saved their cap, saved some cap space, number one. But number two, um, we got a position of need. You know, I think, what's the name? Awagi? What's his uh, Ugo Amadi. Ugo Amadi. Yeah. Ugo one of those. He's a cornerback, but he's a nickel corner that you can play safety. Yeah. You know, kind of what we have in, in you know, in a lot of guys, we try Josiah. Josiah's the same way. Scott. Tr- yep. Josiah Scott, they're making him a, he's, a, he's actually a nickel corner, but they've moved him into that safety position where now he, he brings more value to the team. And uh, he's going to make the roster because he plays safety also. This guy's the exact same way, you know. He could play safety, but he's a nickel corner. He started nickel corner for the Seattle Seahawks all last year. He was a nickel corner, not a safety, but, you know, he's one of those hybrid guys you could do that to. We know how the Eagles love guys that play more than one position. Yeah. Well, the fact that they went out and got some more safety help tells me that they have some uncertainties about the back end of that position. Absolutely. There's something they're not comfortable with on the yes. back end of that that position, and they're looking to see if a different type of player can come in and maybe give them a little bit more comfort, let's say, on the back end of that position. Um, and I don't know which one it could be both for that matter, you know. But the fact that you brought up that he's versatile, he can play multiple positions, tells me that they they were looking for a utility player, let's say. Um, and who knows, you know, Avanti's maybe the same way. Yeah, you remember Vavate played for a good. His was a rookie year or his second year. It, yeah, I they moved him around a little year. bit. He played yeah. a little safety. In fact, against yep. the Chicago right. Bears, he played yep. safety that game. And they they like guys that can play nickel. That's what doing Josiah, Josiah yes. Scott. He's playing a little nickel. Um, Avani Master played plays a little nickel. And evidently, Tar isn't up to speed yet to to play in their their scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell they're not happy with you know. Well, I'm Harris? not gonna say that Harris is. He's a box safety now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Epps is the guy that's going to be the deep third, the, you know, the, the last line of defense. He's going to be that safe because he can rough side on the sideline right. and he's skilled enough to make those type of adjustments. So I'll well, who's his backup? Who's his backup? Because you need another guy that can run sideline to sideline. And if get the guys I'm looking at, I don't see another one like that. Who's his backup? Exactly. 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 I, I, I can't see Kayvon Wallace being that guy right now. Kayvon Wallace is the. He's the next up as far as safety that goes in. He's even before Tart. Right. But does right. he have that quick twitch to be able to do that? I don't see a guy can do that. Epps is probably the only guy right now I see on that roster can do it. That's just that's me saying good. that. So anybody that's got something good. to say? I said it. That's what I'm saying. I just I worry about Harris, man. I I, I just generally I worry about right, Harris. Right, 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 right. Well, if if he's a box safety, he's more suited to be down there than to be that deep safety they had him at last year. Yeah, you know him and Rodney. You know they stayed deep for the most part because they didn't trust the corners. Right well, now they can now they trust the corners. They can have that deep safety. And now you put Harris in the box. If he can come up and make tackles, you know he'll be 
great that it, I mean it'll be great for them to have a guy like that. But yeah. whoever's going to be that bo- third, how many safety. box how many box safeties do you need on a roster? Though we, we, we got Everybody four right now. We got that's four. what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, no, no. Everybody you mentioned is design. a box safety. I don't think right, it's by design right. that there's that right, right, right. Teams. We don't have that deep. We don't have that deep guy. You know, um, and it's tough. You know, you need you need guys to be the last line of defense. You need guys that can run. Mm-hmm. Especially with the you know the receivers that we have in our in our in our division, I mean, yeah. speed, speed, and more speed. Oh yes, you know what oh, I mean. Yeah. All I mean, look at Washington's roster. You know, you look at the Giants' roster. One, we're not even going to talk about Dallas because we know Dallas has speed at their wide receiver position. But you know, they got to have guys that can go out there and cover them, and that's why they're bringing these guys like Josiah Scott, those type of guys in because they're cornerbacks that they're going to play nickel, but it's going to be a safety nickel type of position. You know, it's like that big nickel. You know, I love big nickel. Big nickel is when you take a linebacker out, you put a safety in at the linebacker position, but it's somebody that can cover also. Who can play the linebacker position, come up and make tackles, but can cover slot receivers, can cover uh, can cover tight ends and, and, and running backs out of the backfield. You know, you have to be able to do that now with these nickel slash safety type of guys. And that's why that's why they love running big nickel. Take a, take a, um, take a linebacker out who probably couldn't cover a guy out in the slot and put in a safety or a cornerback that can, you know, fill that void. Hey, let me throw some, uh, throw this at you because they do start the open practice, the dual practices on Thursday. They got a pretty lengthy, healthy injury report. Did you guys see this before practice? So Calcaterra is still out with the hamstring. He hasn't played right. much at all, man. Right. Christian Ellis also hamstring. Marcus Epps now with a back. Hargrave with a toe. Kelsey with the elbow. Uh, Jared Maiden with an ankle, Miles Sanders hamstring, Greg Ward toe, LaRaven Clark hamstring, John Hightower groin, Jimmy Moreland ankle, and Boston Scott concussion. Now, I get they're being overly cautious. I'm sure a lot of these dudes would be playing if it was the regular season and it was a game. I lack get that. Lack of practice, lack of practice, lack of practice, lack of practice. Yes. So, I don't know. But here's where I'm going. I agreed. They're probably not going to be playing these guys against Cleveland either in these open practices. Like if Marcus Epps has a back guys. issue now, see that that's the one thing I don't like to hear when it comes to DBs back issues. Yeah, that's the last thing a DB needs is having a back issue, especially if you're not a bigger type of DB. Yeah, you know With all the turning and what working that body does. You know, even when you come up on impact. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know because because how you're zeroing in to make the tackle. It's not how you're actually going to make the tackle because the ball carrier is shifting and moving, and you got to shift and move on a drop of a head also. So if, if there's some kind of tweak in that back, man, and now in training camp, mm-hmm. I would shut him down. I mean, I know you want to see Marcus Epps play. I shut him down now because that thing's going to come back and bother him. Yes, it's going to come well, back and bother him again. So so you guys would agree with me when I say that um, Jalen Hurts will not see the field until September 11th, right? A hundred percent. I, I, I mean, you, you mean in preseason games, not the, preseason, not the yeah, joint yeah. practice. Yes. Yeah. I want to see Carson Strong. I want to see all this hoopla about Carson Strong. I want to see him play a half, not not a series, not two quarters. I want to see him not not two two series. I want to see him play a whole half. I don't care if he throws twelve picks. I just want to see what he's like. You know, he's had the multitude of knee injuries. We he's viewed as a he was viewed by the scouts as a stationary target, not mobile. Can he survive in the NFL being a, a stat? You know, stationary target. I don't care how strong his arm is. I don't care how accurate he is. Can he survive just being a stationary target in the NFL? All right, I want to see. Guess you're going to see it. I'm going to get. All right, you go Minshew for a quarter. Yep. yep. 
Reed Sinet gets two, maybe the beginning of three, and the rest of it's Carson Strong. Two, wait, yep. you say two or three what, series? I'm saying – I'm sorry. When I say two, I mean the second quarter and oh. maybe the beginning of the third and or Carson Strong gets the second half. Yep. yep. I'll get Carson exactly Strong. Right. I want to see a whole second half. And then I you're going to see that – then the last game, yeah. the last game you're going to see uh, Senate Reed for – what's his name? Senate Reed, whatever his name is. Reed, 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 Reed Sinet. Senate <laughs> Reed, Reed Sinet. I know he was trash out there in the game, man. Yeah, never, never good when we don't know if it's his first or his last. Right, right, right. Not against nine. But he'll get the first. He'll get the first quarter, and I believe Carson Strong get the last three quarters for the for the final. Yes, I agree. I I agree. Yeah, so you you still have to sort of retrain your brain that there's only three preseason games. You you like automatically go into four. So it's it's, there's only two more, man. There's Sunday at one o'clock, and then there's next Saturday night. Is the is the last one? That's it, and then you get a big, you know, a, a decent layoff until the uh, until it gets real September 11th. So I want to. Oh, oh, by the way, Strong. cutdowns today at yeah. four. You go from see, ninety to eighty-five. I want to see Carson Strong play the whole last game. Period. I want to play. Just let him go. Let him go. A- unless you know, they've already it? just written him off, Derek. I mean, I can't. They gave a big signing bonus for unrestricted free. I'm not saying they have. I'm they just saying, right, right, yeah, right. They gave him a lot of money. To yeah, they did. You know, you know, it's funny that uh, the Eagles gave a number of uh, these undrafted free agents bigger signing bonuses than other teams did. And that's why they were able to get a lot of these guys, certain guys in here that they got. And I'm like, really? Why? Right, right, right. Why did they have to give that much more than anybody else to get them in here? Yeah. Well, could mean to bring guys in. I mean, you know what? You know, just like you say, St. Ives is giving ins. Other teams are giving ins. They got to lure him in somehow. I mean, I, mean I, I would rather the Eagles be willing to pony it up. Don't get me wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Then always go on the cheap. Like for for instance, you know, you 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 look at what they got at um when they got TJ Edwards. TJ Edwards could have went to a lot of teams, even though he didn't run fast. You cannot take away what he did at Wisconsin. Those numbers were real numbers at Wisconsin. Yep. That was real play. And he I like their linebackers out. coming out of there too. They're, and linebackers right. and offensive linemen at Wisconsin are always good players. TJ, TJ Watt, yeah. So I mean, you know, it, it wasn't like this kid couldn't play. He could play. He just didn't test well. I know a lot of guys can't test well, but go out there and ball their butt yep. out, man. Yep, absolutely, you know? man, absolutely. All right, so let, let's do this. When we come back, some observations. Apparently, big day for Jalen Hurts today uh, at practice. So we'll we'll dive into that a little bit. We talked. We touched on safety, but we're going to get into some other positions that we have some concerns here uh, going into the season. Some of it from depth, and some of it is just it's not really showing up here. So we'll tie into that. Two guys at practice that I find interesting, former Eagles that are there today, which we'll discuss as well. We got all kinds of stuff uh, in store for you, so you don't want to go anywhere. Uh, a little later in the show, at one thirty, Ben Davis is going to be joining us from Cincinnati. Ben is calling the game tonight on NBC Sports Philadelphia, so we'll talk to Ben about what's going on with the Phillies. Nice bounce back win for them last night. We'll dive into that as well. Don't go anywhere. Derek, Barrett, Rob, sports take on a Tuesday. Tell a friend, hit the like button. All right, let's talk about your finances because we know how critical it is. We know how hard you work. You know how much you want to take care of your family and be set up, you know, when that day comes that you're going to retire. And knowing the right person to invest with is enormous and i found the right person and i want to share that person with you that is jim murray of principal financial group whether it's retirement planning 401k review insurance review you have a small business you need help with employee benefits that's another resource that jim can assist you with 
I know he's helped me enormously with an IRA that I have now with 401k rollers from other jobs, and I couldn't be happier. Give him a call, 610-996-4751. That's 610-996-4751. Or you can email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's murray dot Jim at principal.com. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV. Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Welcome on back, Sports Day on this Tuesday. We are uh, on Jacob Sports YouTube Network. You can also check out uh, jacobsports.com. Uh, great content, reading it again each and every morning, uh, getting set for the show. We have phenomenal stuff on there, so get a chance to check it out. We also podcast our shows. It's a way to link up to our shows. There's all kinds of good stuff there, all the interviews we do. We had Hugh Douglas on yesterday. You can check that out as well. He's Derek Gunn. He's Barrett Brooks. I'm Rob Ellis. Gunner, where are we with the uh, with Baby Watch, man? Is, is everything cool right now? What's happening? You're muted. Right now, you're muted. Right now, the baby sleep upstairs with her mom. So 
That's a good thing. She gave her mom a rough go last night. She didn't want to sleep. She just wanted to sit up and play. Right. So uh, we told her, you know, you know, kids think they know more than parents who actually raise kids. We told her, <laughs> put her, put her in the crib, and so you can get some sleep because, like I said, you know, she's my daughter's due in three weeks, but she ain't gonna make it three weeks. You may I'm go early. Right yeah, now. your sense you know? is she's going early. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like just like last year, she went yep. early. So. No, she let the baby sleep with her. And sure enough, she was afraid to roll over on the baby, so she couldn't sleep. The baby gets up at 6.30. Then she tries to sleep on the couch with the baby. The workers come. They start banging and knocking and sawing and hammering and hacking. So then the baby wouldn't sleep. So when we had the pre-show meeting, that's why I had the baby. I told her, look here, it's 10.25. You go upstairs to our room or the guest room, get a good hour's sleep, come back, get the baby. I got a show to do. She got the baby. I said, give the baby a bottle. Give her a bottle. She gives her the bottle. Baby's knocked out like Barrett after you. Okay. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow he always figures a way to get a little little dig into Barrett. It's amazing. Uh, no question. No question. It's a skill. No. Really, it's, a, it's, a, it's a skill. It's amazing. I have to. All right. This is work. my payback. So, so here's the deal. If for what? some reason all of a sudden yeah. Derek has to roll, now we all know, you know what what is what's going down. So let's yeah. we'll see. Yeah. We'll keep our fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. All right. So uh, today at Eagles practice again, uh, it's really technically I guess the last training camp practice, but whatever. Uh, they leave tomorrow to go to Cleveland for the joint practices, which will be uh, Thursday, Friday, uh, walk through Saturday, game Sunday. So uh, Tory Smith of the Super Bowl team from 2017. Had a huge playoff and and you know in Super Bowl for the team didn't yeah. wasn't necessarily great in the regular season but anyway good dude uh, by the way yep uh, at practice today I saw Darren Sproles over sort of counseling and working with some of the the return men I can only pray that some of his influence runs <laughs> off on these guys um, but I'm afraid that takes skill uh, also uh, but can't hurt right I, that's the way I look at it can't right hurt. right 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 take all you can. Telling you, man, you got a Pro Bowl caliber special teams guy in your practice. If I'm smart, I'm absorbing every bit of knowledge he can give me. Yeah, and he's around no the team. He's been around the team quite a bit, you know, last year too. So it's not this is not anything new with Darren, you know, kind of coaching these guys up a little bit. Again, you can only lead a horse to water, man. <laughs> so you know, we'll see what ends up happening it, there. It, did, it didn't help with Donnell Pumphrey, so I know. <laughs> wow. You know, it was wow. there was no water drank uh, there. He was led to. Wow. Uh, but it didn't happen. So yeah, so that's that. that some of the news now. Uh, it, it looking like a uh, big day for Jalen Hurts. And I know sometimes people get nuts with this and go over the top. Again, what are you doing, man? What are you talking about the stats. Regardless, it, 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 he had a big day today. He uh, he went fourteen for twenty five touchdowns, no interceptions, and was was good with a lot of deep balls. Apparently, had had some nice touch on some uh, some deep throws. So. For whatever it's worth, man. We just go. like to pass this along. Well, this is this it should be, you know. I mean, he's starting to get more in depth in the offense. He saw that when he goes out there and runs the offense, that it can really work. It's only gonna make him a better player because he sees it working. You know, you're gonna be more invested in it. Not to say that he wasn't, but once you see that and you see it working, it's gonna give you a, a little more oomph to go out there and make sure that you're better at what you're doing, man. So I mean, I love it, man. I love the fact that he's he's gonna he's gonna put the work in number one, but he sees it working number two. Others around to see him also. Yeah, exactly. Who said something this time? What John John Dickerson, D Guns, Donnell Pumphrey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Uh, okay. So we're awaiting word later on what happens with the cuts. 
look, there, there appears to be some obvious ones like Devin Allen. I mean, that would feel like an early cut, right? I mean, yes, Devin Allen. Um, they got to get rid of some of these corners, man. There's a lot of corners. Yeah. I mean, dang. I mean, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, Tay Goins, uh, Josh Job, Jimmy Moreland, Josh Blackwell. Hey, with all these players, with yeah, all these uh, yeah, players I mean, banged up, you don't want to get give away too many right now. You know now. what? That's a great point, Derek. There's, <laughs> you're you. down a lot of bodies right now, especially uh, the running back position. Oh my goodness! Well, you have right now. You have you. We're probably going to see a lot of Humphrey uh, Huntley again. Yeah, Humphrey. Humphrey. <laughs> Humphrey on the brain. Right, right, right. Huntley, Huntley and Brooks. Huntley. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Torrey, I mean, where'd he come from? Yeah, but I'm saying, I mean, if Gainwell's not right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Spro- uh, Sproles. Gee, now you got me doing it. You um, want to get Boston Scott a lot of touches here in this? I don't know if you want to get him banged up now. <laughs> you know? Uh, we wow. saw Sanders for one series. Yep. Do we see him for a series or two? Wow. In, oh, hell no. You won't see him until September 11th. Then you're looking at a lot of Huntley and, and Brooks. Yep, Huntley and Brooks. I mean, it's, it's, it's the nature of the beast. And they got to take it. They got to take it, take it as such. I am interviewing for 31 other teams. Sure. Let me get my tape out there, especially in these these um these practices, these dual practices. That means that they're gonna be out there and that other coaching staff is gonna see what they're doing. I'm gonna try to go out there and ball. Yeah. Make sure that I yeah. ball. Yeah. You know what all I mean? Right, let, let's uh let's dig into this thing. We touched on the safety concern that we all have. Um but let's go a little further with this. So we have Sanders right now. You have Scott, you have Gainwell, which are the locks. Is there a fourth? Is there going to be a fourth? And is the fourth on the roster? Is it someone uh, they grab who gets cut from another team, a veteran, et cetera? You know that's going to happen. You know that's going to happen. You say they're going to? You mean they're going to bypass Huntley? You think they'll give up on him? It's not that they're going to give up on him. It's just too hard to keep him on the roster. He's the best kick returner. I know he's the best kick returner, but that's why they're trying to work uh, Britton Covey here. Wow. So, I mean, you let, you know, I mean, it is still, they're still going to be able to put um, Jalen Rager back there. Who? Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager right. is going to make the team. I don't know Rager why. Rager is making the team, Gunner. Yes. Yeah, Gunner, he's been on it, though. He has been on it. He has no, been I, saying for the longest time that he's not going to make it. He I is, he's stuck to his gun. Yeah, he's yeah. stuck to his gun. He hasn't backed down. He has no. not uh, backed down. I just thought. You know, but, but if you keep COVID ads <laughs> off second half, man, that's not making the team. Stu Vision, look, look, Stu Vision, man. D Gun probably suggested Marcus Smith, too. <laughs> what did he say? You suggested Marcus nah, Smith. No, bro. No. Nah, the ownership. Nah. Yeah, you, you told him to come. Oh, oh really? Really? I told right. you guys the yeah. Marcus Smith story, right? What, what, during draft night? No, no. All right. So the Eagles are doing construction on the. Uh, uh, what's the nice the the the, uh, the upper level they have there? That's uh, it's really beautiful now. There's like Barca loungers and you you know where I'm talking about with the, at the link. It's it's just amazing that section. Anyway, that's where we used to do the draft show. Okay, I'm doing a draft okay. show live that night, and it's me and Hollis Thomas. So they move us into the Eagles locker room to do the show. So we're in the Eagles locker room at the link, and they they allowed fan access. Like a certain select fans would be in there. So there's let's say there's a uh, 35 people in there with us right near where our radio setup is. So you remember you're going through that whole thing. And I think it was the year with Johnny Manziel. Remember there's some thought maybe the Eagles grabbed him 
everything that was going down that seat right, that year. Right. Okay. And we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally the Eagles make their pick and it's Marcus Smith. And I swear to God, the whole collective, and I mean me and Hollis too, we're all like, who? Like no one. There wasn't anybody even pretending like they knew who Marcus Smith was when the Eagles nope. made that pick. I am not kidding you, man. And I pride myself on somewhat being prepared for these moments. I was even like, uh, yeah, hang on. I know who he is. Like trying to look it up. In his face. Like, I had nothing. I, and oh. Hollis, Hollis didn't even hide it. He's like, who? Who the hell's that? I, look, look, Ray. Ray Diddy uh, was like, this, this can't be the same Marcus. I, I looked up. Ray's going no, like this. Hold on, hold on. Right, 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 right. He's like, this can't be the same Marcus. Wrong for that. Wrong. He look, he said, I had him for a late third, fourth round grade. <laughs> like, Same thing with J Job. Oh, he yeah. said, uh, oh JJ Ortega Whiteside in the second <laughs> round. Uh, I know he's a Stanford kid. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's a Stanford kid. I said, you know anything else about him? Uh I no, he's a Stanford kid. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I actually did a game for him. Uh, I did a, I did a um a college football game inside the truck right for him because he was playing with um the the, the running back um uh for the Panthers what's his name oh he played with him yeah. and we were actually doing a game a Stanford oh, game McCaffrey yeah McCaffrey so we were there we the rest of the reason why ESPN did the game because of McCaffrey was just balling out of control right and he and love was just ripping it up and it just so happened that he was on the squad and he caught a touchdown I'm right. like, I remember him scoring a touchdown, but I don't remember anything else. I just remember the two running backs. I don't remember him necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And they dragged. I'm like, all right. But then they were talking about some kid that they were going to either, it was either him or the kid that went to Indianapolis. I'm like, I don't still don't know either one of those kids. Yeah. I, it, that was, there were some rough stretches there, man. I mean, yeah, that was, that was bad. That was a bad one. So you're, look, it makes you appreciate what the last couple of years have been. I right, mean, real no question about it. Really does. So let, let's look at it. I mean, think about the three primary picks, the first three picks. You go Jordan Davis, Jurgens, and and Nicobe Dean. Now, Jurgens, you have to almost put an asterisk next to it because some yeah. of it depends on injuries, right? And yep. and we yep. saw, you know, he nice showing up certainly in the first preseason game, but may not play, and that's okay. It's not a bad thing. I mean, that's just the way it is. How how high should the expectations be for these guys? How high should it be for Jordan Davis? How high should it be for Nicobe Dean? Because think about it. Nicobe Dean, at least, is stepping into a, a good linebacking room, man. And it, it's a it's a defense that's going to be, I think, complex to an extent because they're going to be very multiple with fronts and some of the other things you're doing. I think the, the, the kid's, by all accounts, brilliant. And, and he's, he's just a genius and his football IQ is off the charts. But that's a lot for anybody to be dumped into. And then you go Jordan Davis, who didn't play a ton necessarily at Georgia. So I guess my question is, of those three guys, how big is the expectation for them going into this season for you? I'll go ahead, Derek. I'll let you go first. Well, the impact starts with they played for, historically, one of the greatest college football defenses in the history of college football, number one. Very true. But number two, and most importantly, is that they don't have to come in here and be the man. Yep. See, they have they have Pro Bowl players 
They have proven players in front of them. When you talk about two players of that caliber, normally they end up going to teams that are desolate of talent and are just plugging and playing every high-profile type of player they can get in there, and hopefully they're rebuilding slowly from the ground up around this kind of nucleus. But with these guys, you got two pro bowlers in front of them. You have already a proven player in the Milton Williams uh, in, in his second year in front of him as well with Jordan Davis. With the Kobe Dean, you got a sack master on one side. You got to prove him in Kazir White. You've got a rocker Gibraltar in TJ Edwards. So some of that pressure is taken off of you that you have more room to make mistakes and grow at a little bit slower pace. You know, you don't have to go in there and play 80, 90% of the snaps. If you play, 30, 40, 50% of the snaps your, your rookie year. That's okay because that means everybody in front of you is doing their job, so they're not looking at you and labeling you as a bust already. Right, right. So I like the fact that they're in a situation where they can ease into their roles. I mean, Jordan Davis played, what, 38, 39% of the snaps at Georgia. Yep. Yep. So you imagine being the 13th player taken in the draft and coming in here and only playing 39% if he, need, if he was desperately needed? That wouldn't play well in Philadelphia. We, we know how Philadelphia thinks. But the fact that you got big-time money, Pro Bowl players in front of you, plus a proven young player, you know, go ahead, Jordan, take your time. We saw samples of what you can do. Whenever you get in, we know you can get the job. N'Kobe, we know you got, got a lot to learn. You know, we know you were born to play this game. You got a lot to learn. But you got three or four guys in front of you that are going to get their snaps as well. So, you know, they, they, I, like, I like the situation they're in. Uh, because they can grow. Now, I'm hoping their growth is at a more accelerated rate just in case this team gets hit by the injury bug like a lot of teams will. And we've seen the Eagles get hit by the bug two or three consecutive years in a row after that Super Bowl year. Uh, so I, I like I like where they are right now, and I just want to see them continue to make steady progress. That's, all right. That's fair. That's fair. How about you, Bear? Uh, I, I know they did bring Davis in to play. A lot, you know, because he just fits in what they want to do as far as multiple fronts. Um, we, we know that Hargrave, he can play that that nose, head up, zero technique on the center. We know what he does because he did it when he was in Pittsburgh. But he's a lot different player now. So, you know, the chance of him being, you know, great at that right now, I, I can't see it. But he does have the ability to do it. When you bring in Davis, Davis can do that and be very, very good at it. So he just fits in the schematics of what Gannon wants to do defensively and run multiple fronts. You put him nose, head up on that nose, and you want to run a 50 front where you have him on the nose, and then you have Fletcher Cox and Hargraves on the guards, and then you have, uh, you know, you have um, Reddick on the outside, and you maybe Brandon Graham on the other side. That's a great run-stopping front, and you can pass uh, rush from that front because you can run all kind of games with it. So he just fits in perfectly of him playing now. So he's ready to play now. He's going to fit in in, the, in, the, in for a snap count, snap count of probably twenty snaps a game, even with the talent 20. that you have there. Yeah. yeah, even with the talent you have there, he he'll, he'll fit in for about twenty snaps a game. That's about thirty percent. And, yeah. and keep in mind while you're on that note, Barrett. I mean, you very likely could be without Cox and Hargrave next year. Now, I, I very likely might be strong, but they could both be gone. It's a possibility. Which Absolutely. then you see his snaps increase big time next season. Absolutely. So you know, and with those guys on one year deals, prove it deals, <clears throat> they're going to be wanting to play a lot of the snaps and play very well at those snaps simply because they're interviewing for other teams. They they want to you know want everybody to see them, so they're going to play at a huge. 
they're gonna you know they want to play a huge you know bulk of the oh, snaps yeah. as they go forward. So they're they're gonna give everything they got, you know, especially Fletch. Fletch wants that deal, so he's gonna go out there and ball and and, and get that money. When you look at um all right, I have to stay on Dean's side. You you look at Dean. Dean's in a perfect place where he can see exactly what Gannon's trying to do for him. He's got a guy in front of him right now who did it the hard way. You know what I'm saying? You know, elbow grease and you know, and 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 just hard work, you know, and and you know, you can't you can't diminish how hard TJ Edwards has worked to get to where he is right now. And he's not gonna relinquish that, you know what I'm saying, easily. So it also gives Dean a, a, a chance to go out there and play the wheel linebacker, maybe uh, a little Sam linebacker. You know, just, you know, is he capable of handling all three positions? I know he can handle the mic, and I know he can handle the wheel. Sam's a little harder because Sam's expectation that Sam is to be not just a run stopper, you know, to, to hold the edge, but you also have to go out there and rush the passer at times. So, you know, that for that, an undersized guy, that might be at this level, it might be more of a challenge. Very, very. That'll be more of more than a challenge. You know, it'll be very hard for him to go out there and be wrestling around with big offensive linemen and tight yep. ends. Yep. So you can he can play the wheel, which is Kazir White, right? I mean, Kazir, uh, you know, White right now. He's he's playing Matt, he just had the pick. Mm-hmm. So the chances of him getting on the field in front of TJ and, and, and White is just it's it's a hard feat to do. Yeah, I, I guess what the, the way you look at it is with all three, it's not the worst it does it's not necessarily a reflection on them if they're not getting a lot of time. It's a good problem to have. It means the Eagles have some good players in front of them. But then you go to then you go, yeah, you're absolutely right. That means that this team is deep and they're really, really good players. At those positions, I mean, just like Derek said, a Pro Bowler at uh at, at you know the defensive tackle position, you know, two Pro Bowlers at the defensive tackle position, and then you know at center when you talk about Cam Jurgens, Cam Jurgens played his ass off this last game. Yeah, he balled out of control. He showed exactly why Jason Kelsey loved him and 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 why he didn't mind drafting him in the second round. He's worth every single bit of that draft. Uh, getting drafted right there because he is no doubt right now the best center in the draft, even better than the kid, um, you know, that got drafted in front of him. Um, kid from uh, with Lind- Linderbaum? Yeah, Linderbaum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's with um, he's with the Baldwin? Ravens right now. Yeah, yep. with the Ravens. Yeah. He's better than Linderbaum. But what also helps him here is having the best coach, best offensive line coach in the world, right. you know, coaching him up, number one. But then – understanding that you know that coach wants him also to be a multi-dimensional player not just playing center but also playing guard so somebody goes down to guard i, I say he goes in but even before Sewell Peter mm-hmm. at the guard position he's that good he has that mm-hmm. much versatility and he's that good of a player so yeah i mean he, he's he's gonna he's gonna play this year he's gonna play a lot this year not just the center position because we know kelsey kelsey is a, a warrior he's gonna play a lot but I, I believe that, you know, if Kelsey does go down, it's not going to like it was with Nate Herbig went in against, you know, the Giants, and then they started getting his back kicked in, and they had to go. Right. You know, Kelsey had to go back out there. I think if he does go out, he'll feel very comfortable leaving uh, Cam Jurgens in there and let him battle it out as opposed to having to go back in, you know, to help him out. Yeah, makes sense. I think it's fascinating because I really believe uh, that all three of the picks are legit. But we may not get huge contributions from them, and that's okay. That's it's, all right. Yeah, that's all right. I think it's not quite the same analogy, but I just think back to the day when they when they drafted Lido and Sheldon. Right? They still had Troy and Bobby here, 
you kind of knew it was a pick for the future. <clears throat> and they didn't get on the field a ton right away. But you knew these guys could play. And eventually they stepped right in there, man. And that's you got to always kind of be looking to help yourself right away. But as a GM, you got to be looking down the line too. And I think uh, certainly with the Jurgens pick. But the I think they looked at Dean and they said unbelievable value in the third round. They looked at Jurgens saying this is the heir apparent to Kelsey. And they looked at Davis as this dude can have an impact now and going forward because we know what the situation is with our with our defensive line. Ah, da, da. Exactly. The, only, the only concern with Davis is if you lose both Hargrave and Fletcher after this season, this kid better be ready to play next year 65 70% of the snaps yep. instead of 30 35% of the snaps. Yep. Right. Um, because that's when you have to justify taking him that high. The ceiling is, is wide open for this young man in terms of what we think he could be for long term in the National Football League as a dominant nose tackle in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, he could be the next Adamica Sue, you know, to yep. be honest with you. But he's got to get his body and his mind ready for that. You know, he can't come in here next year. If, if the cover's bare next year, it is him and Milton Williams as the frontline guys instead of the second-tier guys. He'd better be ready to hold up his end. And if that means losing X amount of weight to do so and working off season on nothing but stamina, then so be it. Yeah, I, look, I, I think that – I agree with you, Derek. And and the only way you the good thing is he seems to have the right mindset. Like I think he understands that I gotta be in shape. I didn't, you know, this is different than college. By all accounts, Barry, you've probably been around him more than, than I have, certainly. I but he seems like a really good kid. Yes, Jordan he is. Davis, and he gets yes. it. Yes, so, he does get it. He does get it. But I also saw also saw I read somewhere that he's creeping right around about, you know, four 340 to 345, but he needs to be uh, under 340. They, yeah, they we, wanted him between yep. – he said between 345 and 335 is what he said they wanted him at. Okay. Well, they want him, you know, probably around three, 340, 330. 335. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, so, I mean, we don't need him creeping up anymore. Than, no, um, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> um, all right. So, when we come back, I, I think a really interesting because Shane Steichen, when he met with the media today – mentioned I don't want to take away Jalen Hurts' superpowers, meaning I don't want to take away his legs and his athleticism. We're going to to look at the balance between improving as a passer, getting good enough in the pocket, versus let's not take away what this guy does that a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL can't do. So we're going to dive into that topic when we get back. 1.30, Ben Davis is going to join us 2 o'clock. we got our NFL segment. We're going to dive into a bunch of stuff with that. Good to open talk stuff, too, so you don't want to go anywhere, anywhere. Uh, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. We are Sports Take. Let's talk a little bit about ProAction Restoration. Yes, you see that phone number. You see that email address. Write it down because they are key if you have these issues, if you get any kind of flooding in your house, if you have a fire, God forbid, if you have mold damage, smoke damage. They are on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist you. I've gone through it. I had it happen at my parents' house, and they got there quickly. They cleaned up what was a real mess. They were clean. The price was reasonable, and the crew was awesome. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction also with your insurance company. Keep that in mind. Again, it could be any a number of things. Water, fire, smoke damage, mold remediation. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610 623 
610-623-3760 or online at ProActionRestoration.com, ProActionRestoration.com. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. up everybody welcome back sports state jacob sports youtube network on this tuesday uh we are kicking around a lot of eagles and nfl 130 we will talk some uh fills with ben davis who will be calling the game tonight in cincinnati phillies won last night all right uh two first let me pass this along andre dillard was back at practice today guys we things got a little chippy yesterday and my man was fired up uh you're muted gunner um, but he was back at it today. So uh, was was he swinging at anybody? No today? fights. No fights no fight. reported. Practice is over, so we got through it without any Andre Dillard fights. So yes, uh, it was. I guess that makes it a successful day. Andre didn't. Get, I don't mind. Like like I like that the guy's fired up enough. I just hope he's kind of under control. There's something else going on there, but I don't mind the guys get a little chippy. That's okay. I mean, yeah, it is bored. okay. You need yeah. that. You need yeah. that. I mean, that that fire, man. I, 
Bro, I'll tell you what, man. My rookie year, every single of the rookies on offense hated Bill Romanowski. We I'm not surprised. Not, That's not a shocker. Not, yeah. We could not stand Bill Romanowski. So he would always try to pick on Fred McCrary and um his, running um, back. Yeah, yeah. Fred McCrary. He was the fullback. And also um uh, who was my other running back from uh they went to the same school. Um one one more third round, one more fourth round. What was his name? Oh my goodness. Bowie, Kevin Bowie. Oh yeah. He would always pick on them on nine on seven. So one day we just had enough of we with team practice. We said, look, man, if he if he does anything out and we gotta understand Bill Romanowski, he didn't have it all, man. He had a screw loose. Uh, like he would tape his, yeah, he would tape his pads for practice. Usually just tape your pads, your shoulder pads to your jersey. You only do that in, in games. Well, he would tape it in practice. That's how intense he was. Well, we just had enough, man. It's like it's like week 14. We just had enough. He turns around. He catches um, – he hits uh, Kevin Bowie, tackles through the ground, stood over him, like kind of kicked him. Oh. I came from the, from looking right in front. I just looked right at him. I didn't come from the side of it. I went right at him, you know, right and hit him right in the mouth. Boom. Right. Knocked him on the ground. Kevin jumped on top of him. Fred jumped on top of him. Uh, Chris T. Jones up on top of uh, Freddie Solomon. We all we whooped his ass, <laughs> and everybody watched. Nobody came to his defense. Nobody right. on defense. Finally, called Ray Rose. Hey, 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 hey! Cut it out now, and we stopped. But everybody watched us whoop his ass, and he didn't get up talking crazy or anything. He just got up, brushed himself off, and went back to the huddle. Back. Did you know in in '03? He got into a fight with one of his teammates, Marcus Williams, during a scrimmage. Yep. And 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 basically crushed his eye socket, and the guy had to retire. And, yep. and wow. Williams sued him for three point four million. Wow. Basically alleging road rage. He got three hundred forty thousand out of it. But yeah, man, there, there's a lot. There was a lot you, going on. How do you go pack. from three point four million to three hundred forty thousand? How do I, you settle? You ended a dude's career, yeah. right? You know how, how much money is that possible? Been. I hear you. I look, man. I well, I hear you. We so. we whooped his. I mean, we beat the snot out of him, bro. Yeah. And everybody watched. The coaches let it go on for a minute too. It's not like they just stopped it. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, uh, Vic. Vic. What was Vic's last name? I forget. Vic. I forget Vic's. Uh, One of your Joe coaches. Vic. Joe Vic. Yeah, Joe Vic. Oh. The linebacker coach was Joe. Vic. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe Vic. Yeah. Joe Vic. Vic. Yeah. Vic. Vic. Yeah. Joe Vic sat there and watched us too. Emmett Thomas. Um, sat there. He was the defensive coordinator. He let us do it too. Everybody just sat there and watched. We whooped him something good. And mm-hmm. after we finished, we stood over him. Come on, let's get back to practice. We moved the drill over. <laughs> went back to practice. Oh my! He God. walked back to the huddle. Needs to say he didn't say nothing to anybody else after that. I got you. I got you. Um, <laughs> all right. So back to what we were saying before the uh, before the timeout. So I, I thought you know Shane Steichen, interesting words, and I think it's something a lot of us. You know, think about it because you want to see. We know that we know it. Let me be clear: that Jalen Hurts has to be a better passer. He's got to be a better passer. It's a passing league. You win passing the ball, and he wasn't good enough last year. In part, maybe because he didn't have enough, uh, you know, weapons. But in part, because he just wasn't good enough. So you go into this season hoping he worked on some of his deficiencies, and you hope the offense can cater to him where he can be a better thrower for sure. But there is also something he look. He's got magic in those legs, man, and he can do some things that other quarterbacks can't do. He can get out of jams. He can make plays that other. You know, there's a couple, Lamar, and, not, and a few others, but not many can do what he does. 
And there's a fine line because they sort of tried to do this with Donovan, I think, to an extent, maybe with Randall a little bit early in their careers, where you don't want him to altogether abandon something that he does great and just become this guy where he's, oh, my God, I got to stay in the pocket and be a statue. Nobody wants that. And Shane Steichen said, we don't want to take away, you know, his magic powers or whatever he said, his, his uh, superpowers. So I'll pose this to you guys. I'll pose it to our chat. I'll pose it to everybody listening, everybody streaming. By the way, keep hitting that like button. We see we got a lot of people watching. Smash it. Um, I'll start with you, Gunner, on that. Where's the where's the line drawn? How careful do you have to be here with not trying to take that other part away from them? That, that's an extremely fine line because first and foremost – your ulterior motive is to make him a better overall quarterback in the National Football League. Uh, but, and, and let's face it, you know, as you we you have said time and time again, Rob, and we've talked about, passing is the key. Accurate passing, high percentage, high volume touchdowns, low volume interceptions is the key to success for the big money quarterbacks in the National Football League. But when you talk about the Lamar Allens, and I'll even toss in a Josh Allen because Josh Allen will take off and run in a minute when he has to. Yep. But but I think you have to make his pocket presence that much better first. The the fact that we know and the message is out on him that he will take off on you scares defenses and initially to begin with because your outside contain whether it's that edge rusher, that outside backer or corner or safety, they have to keep a well at least a half an eye on the line of scrimmage at all times because you never know when he's just going to step up and take off and run. But there's a part of me that also says when you were the leading rusher on your team last year, I don't want to see you end up being the next RG3. You know, this dude, he would run quicker than he would pass. And what happened? Severe knee injuries. Now he's a habitual backup. This dude could have been like that. He could have been, he could have been Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's yeah. out of football. He's okay. He was backing up. He's a broadcaster. He was, okay, he's he was, at ESPN. The last yep. two years, yeah. Nope. Okay, so up until that, he was a backup with the Ravens. You know, he had floated around. He was a backup. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. he went from being this high profile, high draft pick to just trying to hang on for dear life. And I don't want to see Jalen Hurts end up like that. Um, and I believe Jalen Hurts will be smarter than that. But but the coach is right. You don't want to take away a certain dynamic from his game. Because if you handcuff him, then you're handcuffing your overall offense and the overall structure of your offense. Mm-hmm. Back. You, you, I, I've seen it happen too many times before. I mean, I, I can remember talking to um, talking to Randall, and Randall's like, "No, nah, there's no way that he takes, you know, they take this game out of me because I, I, this is how I, this is how I work." And you know, he he didn't stop doing it until he wanted to stop running around in the pocket. He, I can remember, you know, the big thing with like my rookie year with Rand, with Randall was you have to learn the offense. You have to play within the offense. You know, the West Coast offense is a lot different than what you've been doing. The West Coast offense is 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 a lot of on time throwing. You know, to go where the ball is supposed to go. Three twenty two watch stick nod. It's got to go to the tight end on the nod route. You got to understand and, and two jet um, two jet all go. We're trying to hit the seam route in the middle of the field. You know, and and we just you know he just never went in and, and totally bought into it. So he stayed that type of quarterback. You know, run around type of quarterback until he got to Minnesota. Then he became a drop back quarterback, and his career got even better. Then you look at a guy like like McNabb. McNabb turned around and he he you know wanted to be a he didn't want to be a drop at me a, a run around quarterback. He wanted to be known as a a pocket passer to the detriment of really his career at the time. 
you know, he, he, he took a step back instead of taking a step forward. Then when he turned around and embraced it, that's when they ran off those five, you know, championship games in a row, you know, so you, you don't want to do that. Then Mike Vick was the same way. You can't take away what they do best. You can enhance what they do best, but it makes sure they play within the framework of what the offense is trying to make them do. Yeah. And, you know, you just got to call plays that customize to their skill set also. I know a lot of coaches, you know, they just know their system and, and you know, their system, you can't play their system, you can't play. Mm. I love the fact that Shane Steichen understands that I have to make sure that I highlight what he does best, but put it in an offense that can help the team take it to another level. Yeah. I think he gets it. Steichen gets it. Well said, Barrett uh, and Derek. Uh, yeah, I, look, I think there's role models. I, I think Russell Wilson's a great one uh, who you can pattern your game after to an extent. Uh, I think there's other guys who have – Josh Allen, who you brought up, Derek, is, is a good example too. But I think priority one has to be if, if it's a pass play, advancing the ball down the field you know, with your arm. If it's not there, look, nobody wants you to sit there and get killed in the pocket, man. I, I, that's the last thing you want. And whether that's taking off, taking off, or just buying yourself time with your ability, your athletic ability, man. Yeah, that's, that's got to be there. It's a feather in his cap, you know. Yeah. And defenses know, too. All right, we, we got him now because, you know, he doesn't want to be a drop-back quarterback. We know where he's going to be at. As opposed to a defense saying, oh, man, we got to rush this guy correctly. We can't let him out the pocket. Right. Um, you know, we got to keep a spy in. When you're keeping a spy in, that's allocating resources. You know, it's allocating resources to one guy, and now you open up everywhere else on the field. You know, it's just better to have – have that little feather in your cap that you can always go back to. You know what I'm saying? Like my pops always told me, never go anywhere without five bucks in your pocket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So everywhere right. I go, I have five bucks, at least five bucks in my pocket. Because if I'm going to the bridge, I got five dollars to get over that bridge. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But this is even before the tolls or anything. Wherever <laughs> I went, I had five dollars in my pocket. So uh, have, have you guys ever that is the worst feeling in the world. Not to get oh. to, I, I I I once did a remote a radio remote in South Jersey. I, I remember it was a Monday night. I did it at like a Delphia. You guys, a Delphia yeah, restaurant. Delphia, right oh, yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah. I did it with, uh, with John Runyon and I'm driving back to the, uh, to the station. I had to go back to WIP for something and I'm coming up on the bridge and I realized this is before easy pass or I, at least I didn't have easy pass. I'm like, I don't have a penny. I don't have a dime. What the mm. hell am I going to do here? <laughs> so I keep a little cup of like change and yeah. I start panicking, like getting nickels out, and dimes. Out. I'm like, this is a dis this is embarrassing. I didn't have enough. So the 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 guy at the, the, the toll booth is like, all right, pull over to the side. And I'm thinking, like, here we go. I'm gonna get this big fine and all this other stuff. Thank God the the, the cop or the uh, the transit authority. What are they called? Uh, I'm drawing a blank now. The uh, that's transit authority. New, yeah. Jersey, New Jersey transit people. Yep. Uh, uh, the guy had a heart. I was like. Dude, I'm not trying to scam the system. I'll give you my address. I'll send you a check. I don't have any money. And he was like, All right, I, I'll let you go this time. Like, I'll give you a break. But you know, dude, you gotta you gotta have like like you said, five bucks in your car somewhere. Just stick it in your, your console or something. But that if you ever gone through that, it's like it is panic time when you're pulling. I think you want better than that. Today I had to cuss my son out, man. Here we go. Yeah. He's, he's borrowing my truck. He's had my truck for the past month. I've got three tickets right now. And I call, oh. him, I call him. I said, dude, 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 what, what's going on? I said, we spent what? I said, dude, you got five, you got three tickets, man. And it's five bucks, man. But the five bucks 
turns into you know, is is twenty dollars for this. It ends up being yeah. $66. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. So five bucks <laughs> is going to cost you $66, man. I'm like, dude, why would you? Do? Well, I didn't have five bucks. I didn't stay your ass in, in exactly. Jersey. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Don't go to, don't go across the bridge. Yep. I mean, he did in, in him, logically, in his age, is, to him, it's logical. Oh, my dad's going to pay for it. No. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're paying for this, son. Yep. So right now, you owe me whatever three times 66 is. Yeah, plus the, da- plus the yeah, damn gas, please. plus the gas. Right. On top. Oh my goodness! <laughs> right, I know. I'm so I'm I'm the hottest fish grease. This just happened. Yeah, this just I just opened it up just now, and of course my wife tried to hide it from me. <laughs> no, uh, that's 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 her yeah. baby. That's her you, baby. Yeah, boy. you get that. You get that too, huh? That the, oh, the mom all... always steps in to protect yeah, the son. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that I, all the time. First man. thing my dad would. A, you, you're done with the car or truck. You're right, done. I'm telling you, me, bring my stuff back. Give me the keys, and you could figure you could your bus get your ass could take the bus or right. whatever. Whatever. <laughs> That's the first thing that would have happened. I'm telling you, man. And then I would have paid every penny of it. There wouldn't have been a cent paid by of him. Course, of course, Mr. Taz, he works it out. That's 198 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Is that with interest? Is that with interest, Mr. Taz? Oh, yeah. Interest, this interest is gonna be this right here. That's what the yeah, interest right. is gonna be. Knuckle sandwich. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> Rounded up for 200 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, but no, I, I really do. I, I think it's, um, and I, I think Jalen is aware enough and, and like, and gets it enough where he's not gonna just abandon something that he does so well. You know what right. I mean? I really don't think that that's going to be the case, but I, in the same vein, he also knows and they know he's got to get better in, in the passing game. That's for sure. And he's we, a, we need to he's see a that. smart dude. Yeah, he's a smart young dude. He understands the inner working mechanisms of what's expected of him to survive in this league, not just today, but for a long time. And to put himself also in a position financially that we can only dream of, yeah. you know, so he knows what he needs to do. But when you spent your whole athletic career playing the game one way, it's hard to make that change, man. It's hard. But you have to decide how bad do you want the bigger picture? Yes. How bad do you want it? It's, it's like, it's like we always hear baseball players talk about how they alter and how comfortable it is initially, but you stay with it. Even though if you don't see the immediate results, you stay with it yep. because you know, if your coach has you on the right track, you're going to gain big dividends down the road. Yep. It's the same thing with young quarterbacks. I mean, every young, I don't care if you're the first player taking overall in the draft, or the last quarterback, or the last quarterback taken in the entire draft, you're going to get work. You're going to work on changes a part of your vocabulary from start to finish. Mm-hmm. What you did in college was good enough to get you to this level. Now, because you're playing a much better and a much smarter and a much more physical, faster, volatile clientele, you're going to have to make alterations to be better and to survive. Every player goes through, bro. Put it like this. I can remember I um I had this one set that I would never get beat in. Never get beat. You know what I'm saying? If I use this set at the college level. No, at the NFL level. If I okay. use this, if I use this pass set, nobody could beat me with, with exception of Mr. White. Mm-hmm. But that's Mr. White, though. But anybody else, I know I could do it in ironclad, I'd stop it. Yeah, yeah. That, dude, that dude right there. Yep. So I'm I'm going, I'm playing with the Giants. And this dude, we call him Mouse, Jim McNally. He's one of the, the one of the best um, 
offensive line. They say one of the best offensive line coaches to ever coach. Like his claim to fame, he coached Anthony Munoz. He's the one taught Anthony oh, wow. Munoz. He does the duck walk and all that stuff. So as you know, as, you know, I get there. I'm learning his technique. I'm learning his technique, and he and come to start out, I'm getting my ass whooped, crushed mm-hmm. in camp. I mean, Strahan is tearing me a new one, but I'm doing exactly what he's telling me to do. Mm-hmm. So eventually, I start getting it. I start getting it, and you know, and we go in there and we play in a game, a preseason game. I'm doing his technique, and I get beat. He counted as a plus. Mm-hmm. He counted as a plus. Well, it got to a point, you know, towards the end, I'm like, yo, I mean, what if they cut me? I'm sitting there getting my butt whooped, and they don't know that I'm getting pluses for this duck walk stuff. <laughs> so I went in, and I started destroying people doing my technique. And I was a minus, a minus, and oh, a boy. minus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. Minuses. But on film, I'm looking like I'm killing people and destroying people. Long story long, I said all that to say I was doing it my way. So if they did cut me. I was going to get there. But at least you went out on your terms. Right. So that's a fine line, like you said, between the quarterback and being a guy that can run around. And he said he's – and, and, and Jalen said it. I know I'm gifted at that. I know I can turn it on at any time. Right. But I got to make sure that I um, that I, that I I try to at least do it within the framework of what they're trying to do just so I can help this offense out. Yeah, and I, you can see that, guys, in, in multiple sports. I'll give you an example. We're going to talk to Ben Davis at the bottom of the hour here. But Noah Syndergaard talked about how after he had Tommy John, he goes to the Angels, and they tried to change his mechanics up to compensate for him not being able to throw as hard as he was, right? And it didn't really work for him. And he came back here, and the Phillies pitching coaches basically simplified things and said, dude, do what you do best. You know, we need, well, let's tweak this. But, you know, do what got you here. And he feels a lot more comfortable now than he felt with the Angels. So I think to an extent, you got to be who you are, right? That's what got you there to begin with. It's not to say you can't improve, and obviously you can. Josh Allen's a great example. Josh Allen rookie year compared to that guy we're seeing right now is a completely different, you know, specimen. So Mm -hmm. there's improvement that's got to be there. But you also have to – you got to stay with your foundation. And, Barrett, you're right, I mean, in anything – if you're if you're questioning about man, if I'm going down, I'm going down my way at least because right. you can't live with yourself if you go down. Let take it at some way. I got a family way. to feed, man. I had a family to feed, but look, oh, that's what I'm saying right there. Look at my mom. Where, Barrett, where's Mama Brooks? I didn't even see her. Mama Brooks. Barrett, he's gonna pay it back. Oh, jeez. I would have gotten her on. <laughs> I didn't even see her in the in the chat section. No, because you don't good seeing her. Don't think because she's she, that's her grandson, so she goes in Barrett. He's gonna pay it back. I know. My like my wife's the same. Like I know there's stuff where she's just like, she's not telling me when it comes to like money or something like that. I'm like, I know something's going on here. You don't need no, everything's fine. Like no, it's not no, fine. No, nothing going on here. Nothing going yeah, on. Nothing here, to yeah. see here. Keep moving. Keep moving. Anytime, anytime I'm about to get on my son for something, my wife steps in like the FBI man. Uh, yep. Yep. Well, well, you know, you have to understand. No, I don't have to understand. I really don't. No, mm-hmm. no, I don't. Because you know, common sense is common sense, <laughs> right? Okay? So if you don't pay a toll, you're gonna get you know a, a fine and everything else. Act yes. Instead, instead right. Like what would you? Your the simple answer, Barrett, is all right. What would happen if I did that? Right. What are we doing? Exactly. <laughs> who's paying it for me, or who's exactly, picking up the tab exactly. for me? Nobody. 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 You know, and, and 
look, I know it's when it, when a kid's 16, 17, they're just starting out with the car. There's things they got to just, they got to learn. They got to be smarter with whatever you get to a certain age. You're like, dude, you've been driving long enough, man. Like yeah, you got to 25, you know. 28, 30. Come on, man. You're a grown man. Yeah. Now, now, come on. Yeah. Come on, man. Now yeah. I had nobody, I had nobody baby and me when I was coming up. I don't no. know. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You know, I hear you. Oh, my we're, mom would have broke we're, my neck. We're on the lawn and screaming again, but it is, right. it is what it is. My mom would have broke my neck. And she told me, oh, he's going to pay it back. Mom, you know he's not going to pay it back. But the thing is, your mom and your dad, like, would not have given you that kind of leeway. When it's no. the grandkids, man, it's a whole no. different story. No, I told you, my mom, is, my mom is trying to get to heaven. That's what I told y'all. <laughs> I told does, y'all that. Does your, son, does your son have the money to pay it back? I don't know. That's not my, okay. that's not my business. He's no, it is your business. He's no, going to pay it back. No, I'm he just works. saying. Yeah, that, he works. Okay, that's what I'm saying. That is, so that is your business because you want your money. So it is your business. Does so he have on. the money to pay right. it back? So he gives me he gives me the two hundred bucks, right, D gun? Right. Right. right, right. Come the first of the month, hey dad. Um, can I um, <laughs> I got to pay my mortgage, my, my my rent. Um, let me let me borrow two hundred bucks. Oh, <laughs> and you're gonna give it to him because if you don't give it to him, your wife's gonna give it to him. Bro, see, right or see, wrong? That, now right you're getting more right, exactly, exactly. Right, okay, That's, right. You're exactly right. You're exactly oh, right. God. Exactly right. And then, hold on. And then he'll come by here, knowing it's, it's Wednesday Wednesday night, knowing the trash needs to be taken to the curb. Uh-huh. And this dude will not go and put the curb. I'm like, dude, you're at the house right now. <laughs> Did you take the trash to the curb? Uh-huh. I'm waiting for him to say, I don't live here no more, because then I'm going to say, Bruh, don't come here no more. Barrett, I swear we're living in the same house. (laughs) I will, I will, I'll park the car. Like, it'll be like, I'll get out of the car. I know they have been in and out, the two of them. I know they see the trash can sitting there. You guys didn't see that. I saw it. You you didn't see it. What Uh, what trash can? Certainly they can't see anything. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Right. Okay. My son, my son had the nerve to throw at me one time. I said, look here. I said, look. I know you step in your room a lot. We hardly see you because you work these crazy hours for your job. I get it. You barely come down. When you come down, you don't make much of a mess. You usually eat off a paper plate. You know, yeah. doesn't leave a whole lot of mess. I said, but, you know, you need to help out more. I said, you know, it's five adults here. You got to help yeah. out more. He goes, yeah, but I don't come down here much. Oh. I said, hold up. You live in a house, right? <laughs> you uh, you ain't paying mortgage. No water. No electricity. No. And you going to tell us. But you eat for free. See. All right, I'll give you one more that's See. one of my favorites. My daughter will just take her dirty laundry down to the wash and wash it and not yeah. help and not go and grab anybody else. And, and, oh, like, yeah. And have three just, things in a washing machine. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. is this how this works? Then you just whole, do yours? Whole oh, machine full okay. of water for three items. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Bro, I'll give you something worse than this. My son has the audacity to text my wife. Um, Mom, could you buy some um, Pringles or something like that? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? Well, she asked me, Barry, do you need anything? I'm about to order some stuff. I said, what you about to order? You just ordered. Well, Izzy wanted some. I ordered. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Izzy wanted boy, what? Man. So this that's not the bad part. Then I come home from work, and he's still there. Right, and this is back when they had the tray. Before you, you know, Philly, I mean, uh, in Jersey, you can't get plastic bags no more. Oh yeah, yeah. This boy would have a he would have a bag, a grocery store bag, and shopping in my damn kitchen (laughs) for stuff to bring to his house. (laughs) Well, mom bought it for me. 
I'm not no 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 no. Barrett, no. let me ask you a question. Uh, now we both know that uh, it's very common for high blood pressure with black men, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so I got to a point, and I, I hear everything you said. I'm like, I'm living my own life, you know. Right. I got to a point where I finally said, you know what? I ain't letting these kids kill me. They ain't gonna right. kill me. No, you know. Now, by me taking that approach, I'm biting the bullet more. Like, you know, like my daughter and was, you know, supposed to grocery shop every weekend, fill in the gaps, you know, buy some Peter, but get get this, get this. Some weekends they don't go. They find out dad's out. Hey, dad, are you out? Yeah, why? Well, are you near BJ's or Costco? Why? Uh, well, can you get the chips and the peanut butter <laughs> and some grapes and some, and some oranges for Cruz? And I'm like, uh, you know you're going to do it. You go. You got two options. You go sit behind the wheel and talk to yourself while you're driving. You end up crashing or just into do a it. telephone pole. Yes. Or just, just do, do it. it. I know. I know. All right. Let's uh let's get a timeout. Uh, Xander, I'm going to hold off on the read here because I want to get to Ben. So we'll get a quickie here. We'll get Ben as soon as we get back. Ben Davis is going to join us from Cincinnati. See if we had any any, any skyline <laughs> chili. See if he indulged in some chili. We will talk good, to Ben about that. Pick it on my ears, man. <laughs> I know. Hold on. Then 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 my eye is on the chat too. Oh God! Tell me what I should do too. That's see. Barrett's getting yelled at by his family members. Yes, All right, yes, I'm going to save you. I'm so glad. Let's so get glad a quickie here. Yeah, and we'll get to bed when we get back. Don't move. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy sh! Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your? You betcha. But is it made out of glass? Yo, okay, but is the rim smooth? Will you stop doing that? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of stateside vodka, all from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. We're back. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis on this Tuesday, August 16th. All right, thrilled to be joined by our next guest, and that is Ben Davis coming to us from a gorgeous hotel room in Cincinnati. I love Big Ben. Ben. Amazing. Amazing. First off, I got to start with the really crucial stuff. Forget about the game and the team. Yes. The chili. I've never been to Cincinnati, and all anybody talks about is the chili. It's the skyline chili with the combo of spaghetti. There's a whole thing going on. What what is happening, Ben? I, I need to know. You played in Cincinnati. You broadcast the games there. Do you like it? Do you get it? I, it's a little weird to me. I try it, but what's the deal? First of all, I wish I could help you out. I'm not a chili guy. Oh, I'm really? just not a chili I can, guy. I can answer. Chili Man, I thought you would be a chili guy, hundred percent. I've not heard. No, I've not heard good things about it. That chili, <laughs> that chili sucks. I've had it. It sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. It sucks. Really? It's like eating. Yeah, that chili. That's what not, is it? it they just overrated. drop chili on spaghetti, essentially. Is that what it is? Well, yeah, I've tried that. And then it, just the chili. Yeah, it's chili mac. It's, chili there's mac, no yeah. flavors. Like it's like water ground beef, man. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah man. I'm, I don't know. But don't I, tell, I know, don't like, tell Brent Selleck I said that because Brent Selleck will defend it all day. And I'm like, yo, Brent, I'm sorry, Cincinnati bro. Cincinnati guy, chili, you get it. Yeah. This, this chili sucks, man. I'm my sorry. apparently my wife makes the world's best venison chili. I don't know because uh. I just don't eat it. But my, I know my kids absolutely love it. She loves it. Um, everyone that she gives it to loves it. I'm just not a chili guy. Wait, and, well, and next also, time she makes it, bring it to the office, bro. Yeah, right. Or, or <laughs> I, I, I will bring man, it in. I'm not Unlike too far Derek, away. Never brought anything into the office. Oh, bam! I will. Bam. 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 That's right. There you go, Ben. Wow. Zip it, man. <laughs> ben knows. You know? Oh, Ben, zip the real it, ones man. know. The real ones know. All right. Uh, I'm just saying, next time the wife picks that up, man, I'm not that far away. Haymaker. Yeah. Right. Right. Who would have – Gunner finally gets one, man. Right, right. He's usually doing that to Barrett all show long, man. Oh, yeah, man. There you go, Ben. Oh, my God. That's awesome. All right. So, all right. Well, let me ask you then. Stay on that. Go to food place on the road for you. It could be any city. Any city. Favorite um, spot or favorite delicacy that is unique to that city? 
Man, that's a good question. We were just in uh, St. Louis, and there's a place. Oh, God, what's the heck's the name of it? Barrett, that's Barrett's hometown. In, anywhere you fried rice and stuff from. And yeah, County. this is this is like, a, and I'm, it's a barbecue place, and it's in the middle of a neighborhood. And their food, they have burnt end, they have burnt end um, cheese burnt fries. Ends, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This place, I'm telling you, this place is unbelievable. And we went there um, when we were in, C- in St. Louis. We had a Saturday day game, and we all went there at nighttime. And uh, Fransky and T-Mac and Kelly Davis, head of security, um, and, and Greg Murphy, we all went there. We had the best time. The food is exceptional. I would say that's probably my favorite place, but – these these cheese fries, the burnt end cheese fries, are ridiculous. Uh, mom, mom where, where is it at, mom? Mom, at um, we got Mrs. Brooks in the chat, so she's oh, going to yeah, let us know. The, um, she lives the, 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 the yeah. something duck. The Oh, gosh. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get it. Yeah, we, we will definitely. And I also heard you last night. I don't know why I'm, why I'm hit you with so the many shaved questions. duck. The shaved, shaved duck, duck is the name of it. Shaved duck. Okay. All right. That's good. And then I hear you last night, you're talking about your son, Tag, who's a phenomenal uh, baseball prospect. Mm-hmm. What he eats at Chipotle, not even JG Real Muto could handle that. What, what it, was it's, it's ridiculous. He always says, Dad, can you, can you grab me a burrito? Yeah, sure, bud. The normal, he goes, yeah, if you, if you don't mind. It's double rice, double steak, double cheese on a Ooh, burrito. And what? the lady hands it to it. me and it's like, I could literally do curls with it. The thing is so <laughs> heavy. And he just scars it down like it's nothing. It's unbelievable. <laughs> He's a big boy. What what is where what is he now? What what are we looking at size wise? He's six four around two fifteen. So good. He's yeah, getting there. Pitching in uh first base uh prospect for uh for Malvern Prep. So he's, he's getting there. Yeah. Um all right. So let let's let's start, you know, last night. Good bounce back, right? It was uh it was an interesting series in New York. Two games that were certainly unbelievable. You didn't you didn't love Sunday necessarily the way that played out, but they get back. Tell me what you're seeing from Syndergaard. I know he's giving up a lot of hits, Ben, and there are some innings that really could have, could have gone either way, but defensively they helped him as well. Are you seeing a guy who's starting to round into form a little bit here? What, what's your sense of him? I'm definitely seeing progress, Rob. Uh, the fastball was really good last night. When he missed, he missed either down or off the plate. It had good late life to it. He stayed off barrels. And most of the hits that he's given up are singles, and, and I'm okay with that. Um, but his, his breaking ball was a lot better. His slider, it's they say it's a slider. It's more like a cutter than anything. He's able to throw that behind and counts. That's been huge for him. Um, he's able to get punch outs with it. But his fastball command of both sides of the plate was really good last night. He was jamming a lot of right-handed hitters. That that I like to see because, uh, let's face it, the inside part of the plate is something more of a, of a lost art in today's pitching, I think. Mm-hmm. But he was very – he had – you know, he was making it a, a, an effort – to go in underneath the hands of the righties and induce a lot of weak contact. I'd like to see that. Um, and I, I thought he threw the heck out of the baseball. I mean, he threw seven plus innings last night, had 77 pitches. Yeah. So yeah. it was, he yeah. was very efficient. Um, yeah. Thanks to Joey Votto, who had who swung at four pitches last night and made five outs. Man, he looks like he's just checked out, man. Uh, like he's, dude, that's unbelievable. I he, saw, he looks I heard like you guys, he's just gone at this point. Yeah. I heard you guys talking about that. Five at best, five. Pitches five outs. I'm like, no, it was it was four bats. He swung at all four for the first pitch on every bat. But his last bat, he hit into a double play. So he actually made five outs. And I said on the post game show, I said it was almost like someone dared him to do it. Like right. I bet you can't swing at every first pitch tonight. You know, like, I said double dog dare you. And that's what it looked like to me. He's that wacky too, man. Yeah, he's he's definitely in a, in a different different zone. But yep. um, you know, listen, if he's going to do it, the Phillies will take it. 
No question about that. Wow. I mean, just just looking at you know the roster and how things are shaping up, man. At this point, do you do you feel as though they have a legitimate shot, man, of keeping things going and, and, and making it to the playoffs? Just from I, how things are constructed right now. I do because of their pitching. And that's not something I thought I would say in spring training. I thought it would be all, all about the bats. And the bats have kind of gone into a lull here, obviously. And they'll get they'll pick back up. But the starting pitching has been the mainstay of this ball club. It's been really, really good. Rangers come into form. Yes. Uh, Wheeler and, and Nola have obviously been outstanding all season. Uh, Gibson's throwing the ball better. And you saw what Syndergaard did last night. But the bullpen, you talk about a resurgence, the bullpen has been legit. Uh, all those guys are, they're, they're outs, out, out in that bullpen. They're getting outs. Uh, and they have the ability to strike you out still. But uh, it's just been the pitching has been really good, and I think that's why they're going to make the playoffs. Well, I can't believe you just said that. The pitching here I in know. Philadelphia the bull- is good. Too. You're not, we're, not in, we're not in Atlanta, but you said here in Philadelphia. That's, yeah. that's big. That's I know. And, it's, again, that's not something I thought I would say in spring training. I'm thinking – we got, you know, murderers row lineup, and that's who's going to carry us to the playoffs. Yeah. But, no, it's been the pitching. It's been that way all year. Hey, Ben, speaking of a murderers row lineup, one name that I never thought I would, would uh, uh, mention in that is Stott. This kid's been lighting it up, man. Um, yes. can, can you break down what you've seen from him and how impressed you have been with his ability to, to, to come up with the clutch hits? And he's been playing pretty good defense as well. Oh, good. Yeah, he's been he's been a – a godsend and it the weird it's weird how funny things happen you know he was probably wasn't supposed to be here but due to injury he was it forced rob thompson's hand he had to play him and the yeah. more reps yeah. he got the better off he got i saw in the broadcast last night a couple of things that really stand out with bryson stock one he doesn't strike out a lot mm-hmm. two his ability to handle left handers three how he fouls pitches off and four how he just used the whole field and you typically don't see that at a younger hitter, but he has that ability. He believes in himself, first and foremost. He's a very confident young man, very nice guy. Uh, but you can see he's got that inner confidence working. He believes in himself at home plate, never gives up in the bat. And he, so he just stays in there, and he's just like, you know what? If you're not going to give it to me, I'm not going to swing at it. But he's very disciplined for being a young guy, and he uses the whole field. I wish you know, some of the other guys would take it. You know, take that advice and, and use the whole field like Bryson does. But he's been awesome on both ends of the ball. How about his ability to move positions? You know, when Segura came back, you know, saying goes back to second base, but him to move to you know shortstop and everything else, man. You know, speak on that, man. Yeah, the versatility is huge, and that gives Rob Thompson a lot of a lot of different uh, changes that he can make. I didn't know his arm was this good because again, you see in spring training, you see bits and pieces, you see a play here, a play there. But when you get to see it every day and he can show off that arm a little bit, he, first of all, he's accurate as could be, but he's got something behind it. We always talk about Segura's arm and how great Gene Segura's arm is. But Bryson Stott's got something to work with out on that diamond. And, I mean, he cuts it loose sometimes. It, it plays at this level. Um, but he's, he's, it, it provides a lot of versatility. Plus, he's stealing bases. You know, and, and I'm sure that Schwerber will probably go back to the leadoff role because he likes the, the leadoff spot. But I think if you want to switch it up, Put Bryson at the top because he's been really good at the top of that lineup. Ben, you mm. just touched on something that's really underrated about this team and kind of old school. I, they, I think they have 76 steals, I think you guys said on the broadcast somewhere. Yes. Which I maybe ranks third. If my Maybe it might be third or fourth. That's a big key here, man, to, to their success, to being able to play a little small ball, a little station-to-station ball, not just relying on the home run every single time. 
I love it. I love to see it. And it's not just one or two guys. It's, you know, Castellano stole a base last night. JT stole another bag. JT's 13 for 13 or 15 for 15. Yeah, 15 for 15. Yeah, That's crazy. stolen bases. It's, it's, it's really awesome. And these guys are getting themselves in scoring position. Um, you know, Bryce Stott had a stolen base last night. It, it is kind of a lost art, but these guys are doing it and they're having success with it. Why not? If they're going to allow you to do it, take that extra base. JT last night, there was nobody out. And, uh, you know, he was able – I'm sorry, there was one out when he hit that double later on in the ball game, and he stole third base off Strickland. And, you know, if you're going to give it to me, I'm going to take it. So he got the third base with less than two outs. He didn't score, but he still put himself in that position. They had to draw the infield in. Unfortunately, Cassiano struck out and Segura struck out, but he still was able to get himself in that position. That's baseball IQ. And if yeah. they're going to give you that bag, go ahead and take it. Hey, Ben, let's go back to the series they just concluded with the Mets. And I thought Friday and Saturday were basically playoff baseball caliber. I mean, phenomenal pitching, great drama. Um, and, and, and the Phillies stood toe-to-toe with this team without Schwarber, without Bryce Harper. How, how much do you think the Phillies have closed the gap compared to when they were 9-3 and three against it? Uh, they were 3-9 and nine against this Mets team back in April and May. I, I think they've closed it a little bit. Um, obviously, Mets still won the series, but yep. – um, I think they, they realize they can play with anybody. And the bottom half of that Mets lineup really doesn't scare me a whole lot. No, you know, it's, no. it, it's okay, but you got to keep the guys, the rabbits off the bases in the, in the front part of that lineup. Uh, you keep Nimmo off the bases and Marte. I mean, those two guys really are the catalyst for that lineup. And then you have to pitch to Alonzo uh, later on in, in, you know, in that lineup. But, um, you know, I think they realize that, hey, you know, they can get to these guys. They can run deep pitch counts. Um, the bottom line is you can get the starters out of the ball game and stay away from Edwin Diaz. You definitely have a good Ugh. chance. That, that dude's on a different planet. And Ugh. by far, the best, the best, and it's not debatable, walkout song entrance to a ball game. There is in the sport. When he comes out and all the trumpet, everyone in the stands got a trumpet. It is. It gives me chill bumps. Watch this. I know the dude's on the other team, but I kind of dig it when he comes out because it's it's really cool. Ain't nothing like that, you know. Because I know when I played, man, I'm playing for the Steelers. You know, our rivalry was the the Ravens, and whenever we go out on the field, you know, we'd be out there, and all of a sudden Ray started their lineup. As soon as they went to Ray, and Ray did the squirrel, and he did that little dance. Everybody in the stadium, every player that's on the field, even us. We'll sit back and watch him do the squirrel <laughs> before before it came out, man. It was Absolutely. unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. That we used to get so hyped, man. I, I feel you on that, man. I yeah, it was cool. I think when my nephew was at Wisconsin, they start the fourth quarter and they do jump around. Oh, yeah. Yes. That stadium. Yes. It is it's like nothing you've you ever seen. You can feel it, bro. You yeah. can feel in the state. I'm inside the box calling the game. Yeah. And I feel the thing shaking, <laughs> literally shaking. That thing man. is that stadium is Camp Randall Stadium is so old. I'm surprised it doesn't come down. Right. And you have 80,000 people in the stands, man. <laughs> yeah. Jumping around, man. Gunner, the play, the players are one or two years younger than you. Oh, 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 hot fire. Another shot. Hot fire right now. Believe it. Darren, you must leave somebody coming to your defense. Fine, man. <laughs> you got to say it, Ben, man. Like, I'm sitting at my desk. I'm getting ready for my show. And I know when Bill comes, uh, when Ben comes in, because as soon as he opens the door, the champ is here. And like <laughs> clockwork, every single time Ben walks in, the champ is here. Aaron, that's your presence with authority. <laughs> got to do it, man. 
Got to let them know who, you know, hey, look, the big boy's here. Let's go. Oh, man. Let's, let's all raise our games. Hey, <laughs> speaking of that, Ben, Ranger Suarez, man. I mean, since he came back from those back spasms, has mm-hmm. just been almost unhittable here to, to the point where you're saying that, that guy we saw last year is back. Yeah. You know, you look at him on the mound, it's just like, does this guy even care? But he does care. Yeah. But he's got that inner fire, that inner confidence saying, here it is, hit it. If you hit it, you're better than me. But I don't think you're going to hit it, and therefore I'm better than you. And he challenges <laughs> guys, but he's got late life. The changeup has been so much better for him in, the, in these recent outings. But he's it's getting back, rounding into the shape of what we saw last year. He does have that. It's just some guys have it, some guys don't. I honestly think I, I look at him like a little bit like a Mark Burley, although he throws a little bit harder than Mark Burley, who I caught in Chicago. He just said, just whatever finger you put down, he's going to throw that pitch with conviction, and he's going to say, I, you're not hitting this pitch. If you do, okay, so be it. I'll get the next guy. But he's got that mentality where he just he just attacks. He's constantly on the attack, and that's what I like to see. That, they're the guys I'd love to catch. Bro, what, and a phenomenal fielder. He yeah. is a phenomenal Great fielder for his position. What, yeah. What is up with us, you know, and signals, and, and we can't hear signals? What, what went on with that, man? I mean, come on now, man. We're – we're above that now, right? I mean, yeah, they have the pitch comp thing. What's either on? I know JT wears it on his wrist, and then like most catchers wear it on their on their shank pad. But they tap in the pitch. What the, instead of putting the normal fingers down, you know, whatever, they tap it on the pitch comp, and it goes to a transponder in the pitcher's ear, and then they can just go that way. So, but if it doesn't work, you know, what I'm saying let's use sign like with something, man. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, but if the stadium's too loud, these you see the guys like with their. Yeah, they were doing it the other day. Over their ears, they can't Bassett was the doing it. On, too loud. Yeah, so I don't know if they had volume buttons on it or whatever, but it seems like it's making it longer than it's than it needs to be. Right, right, hey, right, man, right. You you can't pitch much better than Aaron Nola pitched no. the other night. I mean, that dude threw a gem of a game, and he still lost. But that's his story the whole season. He's yeah. been pitching outstanding. He can't get the run support. What do you think his mindset is? I mean, he's he's the ultimate warrior. He's not going to give up, but. Yeah, to a certain point, you got to be saying, man, what else do I have to do to get a W here? Yeah, I don't don't think Aaron looks at it like that. I think he just wants to put himself and his team in the best position to win. Um, You know, you can't control how many runs that your team is going to get for you. That's just the the way it it just seems to be. I I wish I had a a magic solution as to why that happens. Some guys just don't get a lot of run support. But I think he just wants to put himself and his team in the best position to win. I, I rode up on the elevator with him on Saturday night after that game. I said, yo, dude, you had 38 pitches, 38 after two innings. Mm. You finished eight innings with 96 pitches. Mm. I said, how would you do that? He goes, I took advantage of their aggressiveness. He goes, you know, I challenged them, and if they, you know, if they decided to swing, they swung. He said, I'll take a, a first pitch ground out or a second pitch pop-up any day of the week. He said, I don't have to strike everybody out. But he has the ability to strike people out, but if he, if he doesn't have to, you know, he'll be aggressive and, and induce that early contact. That's what he did. He was phenomenal the other night. Yep. His curveball was, was really good. Fastball and freezing people. He's got three legit pitches that you can swing and miss at, and he throws them at any time. And mm-hmm. as a hitter, that would be very frustrating. Ben, how big are the – like Friday and Saturday were, were just unbelievable playoff atmosphere kind of games, right? Mm-hmm. How big is that for some of these guys on the Phillies who haven't experienced it yet to, for that carryover if they do get there in the postseason? That's a great point, Rob. It, it, it means a lot. I mean, that, that definitely was playoff atmosphere Friday night. Uh, we didn't have that game. It was on Apple. But Saturday night, the place was sold out. It was bobblehead night. There were 40, almost 46,000 people there, and they were, they were loud. And, the, you know, the Phillies played extremely well. But I think to have that 
in the back of their mind, like, okay, if that does happen when they get to the playoffs and say, all right, I, I've, I've seen this before. I've witnessed it. I know how to act. I know how it's going to be. Uh, I think it could prove big dividends down the road for them because to have that experience um, really does mean a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, how Let- big is it to have a skipper like that, 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 you know, all right, we're going into this game and the feel of the game means more than anything else. You know, if I feel as though I need to stop the bleeding, I'll go out, I'll throw my closer in there, you know, uh, Sir Anthony, and then I'll turn around, I'll, I'll throw somebody else in there, you know, to finish the game off, you know, having that confidence level and the command over, over the bullpen, you know, how big is that? Well, it's, it is huge. And I think he's got such a good feel for the game. Uh, he's seen a lot of baseball games in this time and he's very, very prepared. He gets to the field first and foremost more than anybody. Uh, he's the last one to leave. He's very, very prepared is Rob Thompson. And, uh, I think, you know, talking about putting your guys in the best position to succeed, he thinks this out. I mean, he thinks innings ahead. And if you ask him, he, he just – if you ask him a question, he always has an answer. And it's, it's not just some, you know, BS answer just to appease you or just say, oh, I just, I'm just going to answer this question just to shut this guy up. Mm-hmm. There's legitimate – there's foundation and validity to everything that he does. Mm-hmm. And he's got a response to it because he thinks ahead so far. And I think that the players respond to that because they know the situations that they're going to be in or possibly be in, and they can prepare themselves accordingly. Hey, Ben, would you even play Schwarber in this series? I mean, you don't you don't disrespect an opponent, but they don't need Schwarber against Cincinnati. Would you just yeah. give him extended time to heal up a little bit? I would, Gunner. Um, yeah. And I know he's from here, and I yeah. know he wants to play, but it's not the 27 Yankees that they're facing. And again, the Reds could beat the Phillies tonight. You never know right. what could happen. Right. But it's not the best ball club. There's another off day on Thursday, so that gives yep. them another day of rest. Maybe come back for that Mets series, you know, four games in three days. I, I don't see – if he can pinch hit, maybe get him a pinch hit or two just to keep him sharp. But there's no reason for him. It, God forbid he hits a ball in the gap and he says, oh, I can get a double out of this. And yep. then he really runs and stresses it even more. Cavs, you got to be – they're fickle. And yep. you got to be careful with them. But, no, I would not play him. Yeah. Ben, I'm watching the the video yesterday of uh, of Harper taking BP. I think he took 50, 60 swings, whatever it was. I know it's BP, man. He looked good. He looked good, and they gave him off today, and he's going to be back at it tomorrow. Looks like there's a pretty strong possibility, barring any setbacks, it could be September first they get him back. Yeah, Rob, believe this or not, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I believe it. All fool, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think it was. <laughs> Very reassuring that he got clearance to to hit, and he was hitting that day off the tee. That was very reassuring. The fact that he's already taking batting practice is very reassuring. It is his top hand, so it's his, his, this thumb right here, so it's his top hand. He does a lot of damage with his bottom hand, so that top hand I'm not as concerned with. I know it's his thumb, but the fact that he's hitting BP already, what is it today, August 16th? Yeah. He's going to want to get back in the fight as soon as possible. I wouldn't put it past him to be, you know, I, I think he's going to be here a lot sooner than later. That, that put it that I could be way wrong, but he's the guy that wants to make a splash. He's the guy that, that takes care of himself. You can see him. He's physically, uh, he keeps himself in great shape. Right. I think he's, it's not going to take him long to get back to the swing of things. Um, and I think he's going to be here sooner than later. All right, last one I want to ask you, away from the Phillies for a minute, the, the whole Fernando Tatis Jr. thing. And I know, mm-hmm. obviously, you were a Padre where you were drafted. His dad comes out and is almost like sort of blasting MLB for suspending him for this. Uh, 
he's also a guy who hurts his wrist in a motorcycle accident. Like he just strikes me as a guy who doesn't get it. And now there's like finger pointing at others as opposed to like just owning it. Yeah. What's your sense of what's happened there? Yeah. I think that you have to be accountable. I mean, as, as adults and I, you know, I know he's a, one of the youngest guys in the league still. And obviously one of the most popular, he signed a very lucrative contract. You almost think you're Superman. You can get away with anything. Um, but you ha- there has to be some accountability there in the fact that, dude, you screwed up. And the, the thing that I don't understand is they're everything. When I say everything, I mean everything is at these players' disposal. The, the training staff, it's what they get and what they what they're, uh, have access to these days, it's ridiculous. They go above and beyond to make sure that these players are comfortable and get everything that they need because they get everything that they want or need. And to, to just go out and say, oh, I'm going to take this substance. We'll see what happens. If, if it's I wouldn't care if it was, you know, Sour Patch Kids. If, if I thought maybe they were tainted <laughs> with something, I would make sure I got it checked out. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, that's what I'm saying. They, and they, they have a number they can call for that. Make a call. Call yeah. somebody. Just give it to them. Hey, can I take this or not? And I say, if there's any chance of anything, don't take it. Yeah, and really- that's what I don't understand. It, it's, to me, it's selfish. Um, and his players, his teammates called him out on it, and I think they should have. Yeah. Well, well, look, we're looking forward to the call tonight. Yourself, Tom McCarthy from Cincinnati. Game two of the series. you got a day game tomorrow. Uh, but, Ben, thanks for a couple minutes, I'll be man. texting you. And, all right. Gutter, Gutter will be torturing you all broadcast, yep. so get ready for that. <laughs> Believe it or not, we, we, we text back and forth doing a broadcast sometimes. Or Ben's just trying to do the game, and Derek won't leave him alone. I know. Hey, I know. No, any, no, nice to say anything. No, that's not any, how it happens. Any no. form of communication from Derek is well well accepted. Believe it. <laughs> the champ is here. That's the champ right. is here. Yes. Ben, I know there won't be any chili, but go have a good meal. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, all right, good, guys. Thanks so much. Good good man, good one. Got it. Ben's, Ben's uh, good people, as they Great, say. Great, man. Oh, Great guy. Yeah, man. He is that guy. All right. So we come back. uh, We turn our sights back to football and the NFL. We never even got the week seven schedule yesterday because we had so much going on. So we'll do that. Dive into a couple NFL topics that we have in store for you a little later. We got some good birthdays, uh, some good on this dates. Uh, By the way, I'll throw an early birthday in there for right now. You know, Rob Thompson, he's 59 today. Billy's manager. Wow. In a room oh, manager. yeah, okay. Happy yeah, birthday. birthday today. So uh, he's had quite a run here, man. That's for sure. So happy birthday to Rob Thompson. All right. Step aside. Come back. Get back to the football talk. Don't go anywhere. That's Derek. That's Barrett. I'm Rob. And we're doing a little razor technology. Yes. With threat vectors evolving, it's never been more important to monitor all the changes in your work environment and set up automated alerts for when something violates an existing policy. Get visibility into the pivotal changes happening to your systems and networks with IT support from Razor Technology. Change management is an end-to-end solution for tracking changes across all the systems and networks your business administers so that it has transparency into who is making changes with enough time to respond and take corrective action if necessary. An unauthorized user, device, or application doesn't need very long to cause serious financial and reputational damage to an organization altering, damaging, or stealing sensitive data. That's why Razor Technology uses real-time change detection to catch malicious actors in minutes, not days or weeks. Contact Razor Technology today to learn how IT, managed IT services, can protect and enhance your business. Give them a call, 866-797-3000. 
3282-866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know, I'm normally not a big fan of surprises, but I like D-Gun surprises. D-Gun brings good surprises, and uh, we got a little audible in a good way today. We'll be joined during this segment by Tory Smith, former Eagles receiver, who was at practice today. So we're looking forward to talking to Tory. Great get Gunner. Uh, excited about that. So uh, he'll be joining us in a little bit. Uh, we're back, everybody. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, D-Gun. Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, again, Tory Smith in a little bit. Um, Barrett, you 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 brought this up in our in our pre-show that we were going over. And we'll get to week seven in the NFL and go through the good games in a second. But you brought this up. Um, NFL.com put out their top 100 uh, currently playing in the league. Not all time, but yep. currently. Two Eagles, right? So you have Jason Kelsey at 71, Darius Slay at 
77. Let's stew on that for a minute. Um, no Lane Johnson. Right. Which is the first one that kind of leaps out. I guess you could still make a case for Fletcher Cox. No A.J. Brown? I, 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 yeah, I, was, I was shocked. I don't that. get that. I, I would say Lane and A.J. are the ones you could really make a case for. Um, maybe Fletcher to an extent, but those two certainly. Especially that because, um, I mean, we're, we're talking about one of the best tackles in the NFL, number one. And AJ didn't give up a sack last year. Yeah. Right. And AJ at this point, you know, he, he's one of the top receivers. You know, that's why he commanded a a hundred million dollar um a contract in leaving the Titans. So I, I just don't understand how how does he not um take it to that next level? How does he not become one of the top one hundred? Yeah, I, 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 that's hard for me to believe that there's, there's a hundred people better than him. Right, period. right, right, exactly. You know, in, in the league, I mean, he is that kind of, a, and and what I've really grown to appreciate, and it's only been we, we're not even in the regular season yet, but AJ Brown brings it every day. Like the he, there are a lot of superstars who may just kind of coast sometimes from you know time to time in practice. Man, that dude is is on fire every time he steps on the field, practice or no practice. Right, exactly, exactly. Like, for instance, you know, um, you're talking about a guy that has a speed, size, strength, and, and a game-changing type of ability that's brought it, you know, every year he's been in the league. Yeah. You know, um, and then as for Lane, how is Tyron Smith number 92 and Lane not Yeah, being- come on. I mean, yeah, he's not that guy anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Is this just a, you know, a, just a popularity thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I don't it's looking care. like. Um, all right. So what, what are we, uh, what are we, do? let's, let's audible. Let's talk it out on the air, Derek. What do we go? We're going to, we're going to go, uh, go to Tory. Is that well, what we're doing? Tory, Tory's driving down the highway and okay. I don't want, I don't, I told Tory to do, I don't want you, you know, down in the ditch somewhere trying to mess with us while you're driving. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully uh, we, we have his audio. Let's so, just go some audio. All yeah, right. Let's Got do like audio. You. Yeah. Tori, you there, man? What's going on, fellas? Hey, what's man. Up, what's up, Tori? Tori, what's up with you, bro? What's going on? See, it feels good to hear y'all's voice. No question. Likewise, man. No question. Yeah, we we appreciate you hopping on with us, man. I know I know you were down there at, at the NovaCare complex today for, for which I guess the last day of what technically training camp, um, before they 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 go to the uh, dual practice out in Cleveland. But just just give me your uh your impressions of what you saw and, and what was what was your role? Were you just there to hang out, just just kind of get reacclimated with everybody, or were you there giving some instruction? What was your role today? My role today was just being a, a fan and a family member. You know, I had the opportunity. I realized it was the last practice publicly, and uh, being that I'm on the other side of the fence with you guys in the media, I wanted to make sure it's very clear <laughs> that they don't think that I'm trying to <laughs> know a little more. You know. <laughs> They always open the doors, you know, and they always welcome me with open arms. But I uh, took some of my friends on down and uh, wanted to check out the guys, and they look great. I love what I saw out of the offense. Um, I love what I saw out of the, the newcomers as well. Um, I think I'm expecting a big year out of Jalen Hurts and the offense. Um, A.J. Brown, I had the opportunity to talk to A.J. I was like, man, has anyone ever told you you're like a faster Anquan? <laughs> Ooh, wow. wow! Yeah, that's huge wow. compliment right like there. That praise right there. Yeah, his, his, his build. I mean, he, he's huge. You know, he's huge. And I looked at him, and you know, I spent my first couple of years in his league next to Anquan Bolden every single day. 
And the minute I walked on that field, I was like, he's a more explosive Anquan. And uh, and that says a lot because I think Anquan's a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. Uh, but, absolutely. you know, I just, just just watching him move and the way they can use him, there's so many different things that he can do. A huge pickup for the team, and I'm excited to watch him work. Hey, Tori, what do you think about the way these guys – I mean, you're not that far removed from the game. What do you think about the way these guys practice nowadays, man? 58 minutes here, a buck 30 there. That's barely enough time to warm up. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, you know, I actually like it. I like it from a sense of – and it's going to be new. You know, I know you're an old school cat, so you got to hear me That's out. Right. My answer. That's right. That's right. That's so, right. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, Tori, did what? we lose you? Oh, we lost you. you. Oh, we got I'm you here. now. We got you now, man. Yeah, we lost you for a minute there. Yeah, I'm here. Um, To me, what I've learned is that you and I both can play receiver, right? I may be able to handle 60 plays in a practice. You may only be able to handle 40. And for mm-hmm. so long, we've been programmed to believe that all practice lengths and durations and time, what you need is equal for everyone. And that's not the case. So that's why I believe so many guys have soft tissue injuries from overworking. Now that they have the sports science behind it to back it up, it just makes more sense. And so while that practice may not be enough for uh, a workhorse that needs more or wants more, in the long term, based on what we know about science, it's going to work. So now you're putting more responsibility on the player to know their assignments, to be able to go out there and execute because physically – they should be in a great place. And I think they look fast to me. They practice very well. They look great today uh, on both sides of the ball. It was the type of work that you want in camp. And if you told me that the practice was only 90 minutes, which is about what it was, I would have never known it based on the type of work and the speed of what they were practicing. And what we also have to learn about a longer duration of practice is that longer doesn't mean better. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what I mean by that, if guys are just slugging around, the last couple of periods and slopping around and having bad technique and putting themselves at a higher risk of injury. Sometimes there's such things as diminishing returns on the football field as well. And Mm. I think we're at a place where coaches are starting to figure that out and teams are starting to adjust. You're absolutely right, man. You know, I've turned the corner also as far as, you know, that, you know, talking to these guys, you know, the efficiency in which they go through it, man. But, you know, speak to me about what you saw in the coaching staff. You know, how do you like that coaching staff as compared to what you've had throughout your career? I said it since day one when I had the opportunity to first come. I love the coaching. You know, I spent probably five minutes talking to Coach Sirianni today. Um, I love what he's trying to bring. I knew when he came in right away, a lot of fans were kind of concerned because he was new and some of his strategies that he uses to get guys to compete may be different to, to some. But I love the culture that he, he felt that that energy around that around the locker room and the building with the families. I was watching him with his kids. I mean, the two best teams that I've been a part of were the Eagles and the Ravens. And it had that same type of energy before you even step on the field. And to see that, that culture there, to see the way guys were practicing, you know, I was telling my friends, I was like, and I told Devontae Smith too, I was like, man, you're a pro, you know, just watching him finish, you know, watching Lane, doing the extra work, watching Brandon Graham after practice, 15, 20 minutes, putting the work in, right? I, I If you were driving by, and, you know, sometimes you could peek through that little dark tent. And... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They were still practicing. 
or not because it was that many people on the field afterwards trying to get extra work in. And I think it goes to show what they're trying to do as a team, and I think it's going to pay off. That's uh, that's really interesting. That's encouraging because we talk about that guys putting the work in afterwards. Story that that's that's awesome. But speaking of, of Sirianni and, and and sort of the vibe you get, I'm sure you keep a close eye on this. You, you saw when in the preseason game when Jalen Hurts got cheap shotted on the sideline, you saw players come to his defense, but you also saw Sirianni blow a gasket, and I loved it personally. But what what is what's your take on on the way he reacted after Hurts got hit like that? I mean, you love to see the passion. Um, you know, I'd I'd be a coach in any situation. You know, you want to have your guys back. Uh, that was a that was a that was a nasty hit. You know, everyone wants to try to prove they belong and earn their spot. So, never try to be disrespectful in that way. But keep it between the lines. You know, had I, had that hit had been, you know, two yards before, three yards before, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But you have to be able to take care of your guys, and you know that was a dirty shot. And I love that. I love that energy and. The team needs to know that you're willing to go to war for them as well. Hey, Tori, um, can you can you talk about how Jalen has handled the pressure of, of all the, the scuttlebutt around him? What is he? What isn't he? And I said he is the consummate poker player because when you hear him speak, his demeanor never changes. I think he handles every situation well above his 24 years of age. He does. Um, he, he's, a, again, another pro. You know, I feel like no matter what happens, and honestly, I felt this way since he was in college. No matter what happens to him, he's going to be okay. And I think that's the kind of demeanor that you have to have in a city, especially like Philadelphia. Y'all know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Y'all know. You know, you have to be able to be sure of yourself even when everyone else isn't. And I think that's a strength of his um, and his leadership style. Everyone really buys into him. Um, You can tell his teammates love him. You can tell it's authentic. You know, everyone wants people to be leaders, but sometimes it's super fake and phony and people can tell. And I think the way he leads is just natural. And he's throwing the ball extremely well. Um, and I think I'm expecting a big year out of him. I think Howie deserves his credit as well. You know, um, listen to where we were, you know, like for the last season or two. Everyone was complaining about weapons and, uh, you know, the offensive line and what Absolutely, you around yeah. them. And, and here we are, you know, uh, I was talking to Howard asking about it. I'm like, there, there aren't many teams, and really Baldy too. I'm like, there aren't many teams that really can say they have a chance this time of year. That's Everyone right. has that false optimism in camp because it's new and it's fresh. But the reality of it is, there's probably only eight to ten teams that really stand a chance in any given year. Yeah. And I'm comfortable saying the Eagles fit into that mold because of what they've done this offseason, because of how they're working right now, and because how their leadership can potentially push them through. So I'm looking forward to watching it, and I believe Jalen's going to take that next step this year. Can you, um, exactly. So can, can would you rank – give me a ranking um, of the of the NFC East, you know, as, you know how you think they're going to go throughout this year. What would you say uh, the Eagles, where they rank on it, you know, and go down the rest of the NFC East? You know, it'd be tough for me to do a true ranking because I'm, I saw Washington up close. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I saw Philly up close. I think Dallas is always going to be a front runner. Um, they're never going to be there when it matters the most, but they'll be there in the beginning of the year. Mm. And to me, I think it's so neck and neck, and that's the way it should be. Right, right. I, I, I'm not comfortable telling you, hey, the Eagles are going to win this division, mm-hmm. right, because the division is so competitive every single year. So the question isn't are they going to win it or do they – well, I guess the real question is do they have the ability to win it, and that's yes. They have all of the tools to get it done. 
And I think they have the tools and the people there to really make that stretch run. Because you look at it, no team improved over this offseason more than the Eagles. Dallas got, wor- Dallas yeah, got worse. Right. Yep. Dallas got worse. Washington added, you know, my guy Carson Wentz. So I believe they got better and he looked great. You know, and I was able to see him in practice. And the Giants are just the Giants at this point. So, uh, <laughs> to me, you know, it's a, it's a three-team race right now. And I think Philadelphia has to feel great about where they're sitting right now. Hey, Tori, you said you got a chance to watch Washington. What did you think about what you saw from their offense, in particular Carson Wentz? Uh, uh, Carson looked great when I was there. You know, he's still learning the offense and picking it up. But he made some big-time plays. I'll tell you, my biggest surprise on offense was Jahan Dotson. Oh, man. I had no clue. Now, I saw what he did to Maryland. So, I was at the Maryland-Penn State game last year. (laughs) (laughs) You know I love my Terps. However, you also know that on draft day, I knew I said exactly during that game, I was like, yep, this is going to be his draft day highlight when he gets drafted next year. And that's exactly what happened. But that cat was making plays all over the field. Um they, in the in the short game, but what stood out to me the most is his ability to track and catch the ball. Um, he's you're thinking because he's not six two, he's not six. He plays big, like he's going to have a major role in that offense, and I think he's really going to surprise some people. Okay, all right. Okay. Hey, talk to me through a a receiver's prism, the, the way you look at it. What, what is AJ Brown going to bring to this team? Um, he's going to bring. It's not necessarily a thunder and lightning combination. Because Smith does everything, right? Mm-hmm. I still think even with A.J. Brown in his roster, they have two number one receivers. Yep. You know, they have two number one receivers. Everyone likes them. I hate calling people label numbers and all of that. The reality of it is it's kill you ball. And both of these two are amongst the best in the league. Um, and so watching them, I really feel like A.J., is going to be the one that's able to be that physical presence. So what you gain from having two people that other teams have to respect is that you can't double-team everyone. You know, you're going to have more yeah. one-on-one matchups. It's going to open up things more in the run in the running lane because you have to respect both of them down the field. I saw both of them today caught passes down the field. Um, and, and AJ was just bullied his way down the field, and both his safety in the corner failed. It would have been a touchdown in the game. And, you know, just watching those guys go at it, that combination together, you know, it's something that hopefully is is here to stay in Philly for a long time. But this duo has a chance to be really special. When you look at um, when you look at what they have and, you know, going into this, you know, to this season and I, I, I see how they can open this offense up, man. You got a guy like Dallas Goddard, you know, and his ability to go out there and roam around the middle of the field. How do you stop a team that's this well balanced, you know, as they go forward? Because, you know, you know that Jalen Hurts is going to be able to run, but now he's opening up. Now he can pass now also. How do they go forward right now? They divvy up. There's not enough footballs out there for the amount of weapons that they have. Well, I think that's the goal, right? You know, I've been a part of two Super Bowl teams, and both of these teams, we had no receivers go over 1,000 yards. But we had a bunch of receivers that played their role and played it well. You know, even when I was in Baltimore, myself and Anquan Bolden were both around 900 every year. You know, no one went over 1,000. Ray Rice was close to it every year. You know, we had that. And then obviously you guys know just a few years ago with Alshon and Ertz and, yeah. you know, and, and Nelly, like, you know, those guys 
had some yards. So, you know, it's one of those things where we get tied up in feeling like one guy has to do it all or one guy has to be the bell cow. But the reality of it is, is when it matters the most, do you have a guy that's going to be able to make the play? And mm-hmm. when you have that spread out all over the field, that's the best situation. Because if you can go and you look at past Super Bowl winners, really minus Tampa Bay because of Mike Evans and really Cooper Cup because of what he did last year. Before that, the last eight to ten years, there wasn't one true receiver that was this big physical mold because Julian Edelman, no one would have picked him, you know, if you could buy a receiver off of Walmart. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, no one would have picked him out of that lineup. So, That's right. to me, that balance is really what's been key over the years. And the teams that have won it over the past decade or so have typically had balance, not necessarily just one star receiver. Tori, we, we appreciate you, you yeah, jumping man. on with us, man. Thank and you, and I'll, I'll tell everybody, follow him on Twitter, at Tory Smith WR, and also he's the president at Level 82 Organization Trending Thoughts That's Podcast. Right. Tori, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for a couple minutes. All right, thanks. Appreciate y'all having me. All, All right, right, can we get care. you on during the season, bro? Uh, yeah. He's he gone, man. He's gone. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, great, da- he's driving down the highway, man. So He is so he is so well thought, man. And that guy that guy gets it. Like, he could easily go into coaching if he chose to. You know, right, oh, no question. He is so well versed um, on the uh, mental health platform. I'd love to get talk to him about that. He is uh, very, very well spoken on that platform as well. And, and this dude is all over the place, man. He dabbled, you know, politics. And, you know, he, he can talk a lot of different platforms with you. Yeah. And was a huge part of that Super Bowl team. There, there is no question about that. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask him one more question. I mean, I was about the run game. Can he sustain a run game like that and win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Because they had. They had a pretty good running game when they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. And really Eagles too. Game. Yeah, I mean, yep. the Eagles in 17. Yeah, unfortunately, he had to run. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, Barrett. And we'll, hopefully we'll get him back on uh, when this thing gets real, which isn't all that uh, far away. Believe it or not, we're, we're getting close, man. What are we? Jeez. Uh, today's the 16th. So we are 15 and 11. We're only 26 days away, man. We're getting close. We are getting wow. close, that's for sure. Yeah, that's you guys, a, Do you guys think when I'm sitting there looking down at my phone, I'm not paying attention, man? I, I'm working the phone, bro. I'm, I'm <laughs> I texting know. people left and right, man. It's I like know. People texting me, I'm like, hold up. I can't hey, keep up. I don't doubt you with guests, okay? I don't, I don't, you, you, got, you, you got some good polls, man. You got some good cool. polls, that's for sure. All right, so we were uh, we were kicking around the, how it's just uh, Kelsey and Slay in the top 100 <clears> from the NFL.com. Let's dive a little bit into uh, into week seven here, guys, and some of the key matchups for week seven. Um, really good Thursday night game. Saints and the Cardinals, Thursday night. Oh, I'm digging yeah. that. That's a good way to start this thing off, man, uh, on Thursday. Yeah, no. Saints are an interesting team, you know? Uh, a really good defense. It's The last thing I read on Kamara is it may not be as long a suspension as some people are anticipating. Really? So, well, I mean – you they don't know anything right now. How do they not know anything? I don't know how we haven't come to some conclusion by this point. Right. I, I mean, it's I have crazy. No idea. The, the, the process with the NFL, man, is the longest process of, of anything you've ever seen. So I, I don't know for sure. But yet there's a lot of continuity in the coaching staff that they brought back. They brought back the defensive coordinator as the head coach. They're all, they've added to the offense. The only thing is, and you sound like we're talking about the Eagles here, is the quarterback. Is Jameis the guy yeah. who was who's played well since he went to New Orleans, or is he the turnover machine in Tampa? If he's the good Jameis, they have a real legitimate chance. If he's bad Jameis, then you know all bets are off. Really? Oh, um, there's no question about it. 
you know. Uh, but you're right. It's a Jekyll and Hyde. It's a Jekyll and Hyde question when it comes to the quarterback play. Um, they they have everything that you need. The good thing is the offensive coordinator's been there since 2009. Yeah, Pete uh, so, yeah. He yep. so the offense is not the, the structure of the offense and the mindset is not going to change. Michael Thomas is back. They've added Jarvis Landry. Uh, Chris Olave, I believe, didn't the Saints draft Olave? Yes, Chris Olave. So yeah. they got weapons on top of weapons. Alvin Kamara, to me, Alvin Kamara is the at the top of the heap when it comes to dual threats in the NFL. Mm-hmm. In terms of runners and pass catchers, I don't think there's anybody much better than an Alvin Kamara in the National Football League. You have everything you want to be successful. I he, can, um, he can take a game over in the passing yes. game yes. and in the run game. He's good enough to do that. I watched him single-handedly um, go up there and whip up on Seattle. You know, yes. by himself, yes. running and passing the ball. I mean, running and passing, I mean, pass catching and, and running the rock. So, you're right, man, they're well-balanced. They went out and drafted well. You know, they got Trevor Penning mm-hmm. in the first round also. Yes. Um, to help with that offensive line. You know, they, they let their Armstead go, you know, Pro Bowler go. And they, they retooled with Trevor Penning. Um, defensively, we know what they got on defense. You know, they got two of the best – you know, pass rushers in the league, you know, Cameron Jordan, uh, Marcus Davenport. I love their corner, you know, yeah. um, and then Marshawn Lattimore. Um, Tyron Matthews. the best corners in the game. Yep. yep. So, yeah. I mean, they, they're going to they're gonna be good, man. It, it's just, can they get past that division? Yep. Yeah. With Tampa yeah. Bay sitting right there looking at them every single yeah. year. Yeah, but they, they, they preseason, yeah. Yeah, they, they play well against them during the regular season, but it's a matter right. of can they go further than them, you know, yep, when, exactly. when it really counts. So and and the Cardinals are my candidate to go this way. They're 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 one of my candidates that were a playoff team. I think they take a step back, but um that's Thursday. Colts Titans, real nice one there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. AFC uh South battle between those two. Browns Ravens could be a good game depending on what the quarterback play is for the Browns. Uh, yeah, you know, who's going to be the quarterback? And who's going to be the quarterback? There's a lot that's, of talent. That's still a division grudge match, right. and I've seen a lot of a lot of those games. You know, uh, and, and you know, always throw they say throw records out the window when those two get together because you just never know. Um, I expect that to be a nasty game, man. Um, Old school football. That's what I'll call yep. it. Old school football. I'm with you. I'm with you there. You know it's uh, gonna be a good game on paper. Uh, Steelers Dolphins, man. Yeah, that's man. yeah. That's yeah. Paper, that's man. Sunday night. That's gonna be a killer. Yeah, man. That's gonna be a killer, man. I can't wait for that. Because the look, the, I know we're so we uh, I, rightfully so. We look at the quarterback, but the Steelers are still a team that's got a ton. They're yep. really good defensively. You throw Pickens into that crew with some of those young receivers oh, they yeah, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. that crew. I, Come I mean, on now. Woof. Their receiving core, you know, if, if if they get a quarterback and somebody steps up and becomes a quarterback, you'd be hard pressed to find a better um, receiving core than what they have, man. Right, hundred percent. They they can they can I roll think, with the best of them. Yeah, I think the game of the day on that schedule is Kansas City at San Francisco. Yeah, that's that's why they do four blocks. It'll be nasty, oh. baby. Oh, oh my goodness, Patrick Mahomes, Trey Lance. Oh. I feel like the Chiefs are in a great game every week. I I, I haven't even yes. you know, looked at their schedule, but it seems like every week that they're they're going against. I want to look at what their schedule while we talk about this. That it, that Chiefs offense against that 49ers defense, man, that's the perfect match. That's the perfect storm right there. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the, you ready for this? So the Chiefs uh, start out at Arizona Week One. Then they get the Chargers home. Then they go to the Colts. Then they go to the Bucks. 
Then they get the Raiders at home. Then they get <laughs> the Bills at home. Then they go to That's the Niners. Then sick. they have a bye week and they get Tennessee. Two games later, it's the Chargers again, then the oh Rams, then the Bengals, then Denver. Oh my that's God. Sick. What that's, kind of that's, that's, they they are screwed. Dude, that is a juggernaut. Come on, man. You can't not now you that's another reason why I don't think that that team will uh, win the division. I don't <laughs> they might not make it to the playoff with that type of schedule. That schedule Wait a minute. Is nasty. Well, let's see. Well, see, um, you can't you can't bypass six games within your own division. That's right. that's, that's, br- that's brutal by itself. Now, Barrett, Barrett's favorite, which is Oakland. Let's see what they're looking at here. Um, they start out with the Chargers, then they have Arizona, then Tennessee, then Denver, then Kansas City. They get a powder puff in Houston. Then it's New Orleans, Jacksonville, Indy, Denver, Seattle. Chargers, Rams, New England, Pittsburgh, San Fran, Kansas City. Wow. It's <laughs> not easy. Jeez. Yeah, I'm getting get the impression like we can make this case with any team in the AFC West. You know, yeah. we could look at that schedule and say, oh my that God. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's some serious that's stuff there. Right. Makes you appreciate the Eagles schedule. <laughs> that's, 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 that's two number one schedules right there. Yes. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, man. Two number one schedules. That is ridiculous. Wow. How does that work like that, man? That's I why 10, 10 to 7, 9 and 8 could win that division. And, and, yes. Right, and by the way, you, you might get in at nine and eight, and, and people may say, "Oh, they're only not that game." Yeah, right. You're still pretty damn good if you're just right. coming out. Of that. Not only that, not only that, you might be the Super Bowl representative. I, I agree. You know, and and you, you will be as tested as any team going right. to the playoffs. Yeah, you're battle hardened in that. I mean, that you, you're ready. You have some cows on your back, man. Cows <laughs> all over your body going through that those schedules right there, man. Jeez, hey, the key, man. The key is how how many bodies do you still have standing right. yeah. in uniform after that's, that schedule? You know what? You're right. My goodness. Yeah, Derek, that's a good wow. point, man. Who's still standing at that point? If they, if you're still lie, somewhat man. healthy, ooh boy, look out. Yeah. No, the only other game I throw in from Week Seven: Packers Washington. I think it could be an interesting. I'm not saying it's great. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it will be interesting. You know, a lot of that is Wentz. You know, what's what's Wentz looking like? So, and we just heard Tory Smith say he loves what what Dotson looks like. Yeah, Yeah, how he's playing down there. So, and we've heard a bunch of people say that uh, how he's looked. So they they they're going to give Wentz some some players to throw the ball to. That's for sure. Uh, You know, whether it's going to work out, who knows? All right. So uh, one one thing we're going to do tomorrow, Derek, I love this. You you put this together. This is one of the things we'll do from an NFL perspective um, tomorrow. But I think it's I think it's really, really cool. So uh, basically, the gist of it is you pick out. Excuse me. Correct me if you're if I'm wrong here, Derek. So you you go through and you pick out your number one, two at these spots. Right. At running back at receiver. Um, yep. you know, whatever. And they, only they one tight end. One tight end. Yeah, you get a tight end and a quarterback. And who would yep. you go with? So we will do that tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Yeah. So we come back. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff in store, some uh some updates, some news throughout all the leagues. Tiger Woods is in the area and he but he's here with on a mission. So we'll talk about that. Uh what happened on this date, movies, birthdays, all that good stuff. We'll continue with the football talk as well. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. Rob Ellis, Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. And uh, yes, uh, we have Flynn Tree Services. Thank you for.
Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Welcome back in, everybody. Rob Bell is here to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So if you have any type of tree issues in your yard or on your property, if you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They're experts in trimming all types of trees and serve southeastern PA South Jersey, and Northern Delaware. Keep in mind, Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. And also, we know this time of year, we're getting towards late August. That's hurricane and storm season. Now's a great time, if you're not really sure if your trees are stable, to get them evaluated by Flynn Tree Services. Go to their Facebook or Instagram for more information or even a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848-610. 850-2848 or online at flintreeservices.com. That's flintreeservices.com. All right, welcome back in, everybody. D Gun, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, final segment on this Tuesday. Great hanging with you. We appreciate each and every one of you guys streaming and listening and hanging out in the chat room with us. Uh, time for a little open talk. So mentioned before we took the time out, guys, uh, Tiger Woods is in Wilmington, Delaware at the BMW yep. Championship. Um, he is there, and part of his mission today 
is to reach out to somewhere around 15, 20 of the top golfers in the United States who are still a part of the PGA to convince them to stay with the PGA rather than go over to live like Phil Mickelson and some of the others that we know have done. So Tiger taking the mantle here for the, uh, for the PGA. I'll ask you guys this. We know what an influencer Tiger Woods is. We know what a great player he has been. Arguably, you know, if not the greatest in the top two or three that have ever played the game. Still has a lot of weight and a lot of juice. But can he do enough to keep these guys from chasing the Bucks? It would be my question. $100 million? Hell no. <laughs> Guaranteed? No, he ain't got a snowball's chance right now. Come on, man. There you $100 go. Million. Guess that answers that. <laughs> man, on, you gonna stay? No, no. You know, Rob, let me just... Rob, uh, Rob. Let me put it to you like this: I yes, approach sir. you and I say, "Okay, Rob, there's an outside chance you might make eight to twelve, fifteen million if you stay with us on the PGA Tour, maybe. But if you go to that other that other garbage league, we understand they guarantee you a minimum of a hundred million dollars, but there's integrity involved here." You know we're we're the with the epitome of professionalism at the PGA. What are you telling me? Um, uh, I'm saying how much can I make at the other place? Yes, right. I hear you. That's right, babe. Uh, well, right. And the other thing is that yeah, you know, the PGA has had it their way for a long time, where yes. they did whatever they wanted. You know, they were the judge, jury, and executioner, and now that's where that's right. You know, that's not the case. That is, uh, things have changed, and uh, it's going to be really interesting. I, like I, I know what respect Tiger has from these guys. Okay, I, I'm not downplaying that, but you guys know money talks a lot, man. You know, and money, maybe some drug, of the guys, man. right? And maybe some of the guys who were established and have made a ton of money, like Tiger. Nobody's made what Tiger's made, but like have made good money. Yes. Maybe they say, you know what, I'm gonna stick where I'm at. But if you're, you know, middling guy who's done all right, done pretty yeah. good, but yeah. you want to take it into a different orbit. I have a hard time believing that they that they won't jump. I really a hundred a hundred million minimum guaranteed, and you're playing less tournaments. That see people forget you're playing less to make a whole lot more guaranteed. Yes, man. Let yeah. me tell you something, man. I'm going. I'm going to Afghanistan, Pakistan, Beirut. I'm going. I, where do you want me to play? Just give me and, a bayonet and a helmet. That's all I need. A bayonet and a helmet. And you can't say the integrity because there hasn't been a lot of integrity in, in how, uh, you know, uh, the PGA Tour has been doing things anyways. They've allowed yes. a lot of stupid stuff to go on. Yes. So, I mean, you can't even say it like that, man. Yeah. But not yeah, only well. that, but not only that, when it's all surfaced back in the spring when we, we brought this to light, the PGA came out and said, if you do this, we're suspending you. Oh, really? Oh, you really going to suspend me? Okay, well, it was nice, but uh, I got to go. Now, all of a sudden, they have to rally the troops because I'm sure they've gotten word. More and more golfers have talked to the golfers that have made the league to the LIV. Hey, man, what's it like over there? Hey, man, we're playing on resort courses. They're giving us free cars, free hotels, um, and I got a I got a guaranteed check no matter where I finish in this event. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Look, yeah. hey, look, playing at the British Open, U.S. Open, the Masters was great. Been there, done that. It's about the Benjamins now and the quality of life. Yeah. Let me tell you something right now. I'm gone. I'm long gone. I hear you. I hear you. 
Yes. Randy Moss. Randy Moss said it best. Straight cash, Straight cash homie. homie. Yeah. Right. Straight cash. Homie. All about the Benjamins. It's called yes. Ice Cube. I hear you. Um, so uh, a couple other odds and ends. Dodgers took a little hit. Walker Bueller's out for the year, man. Yeah. He's got to have season-ending surgery. Um, yeah, he, had, tough he had Tommy John coming out of college, and he's got to get elbow surgery again. So oh. he's done for the year. That's a you know, look, they're unbelievable, but that's still, I mean, Kershaw's not fully healthy right now. Uh, he's now gone for the season. That's a hit because yeah. once you get to the yeah, playoffs, man, man mm. you need pitching. So we'll see how that shakes Ooh. out for them. Mm-hmm. That's a biggie. Uh, the NBA will not play on election day, which is November 8th. They're trying to encourage it's, it's a bipartisan, uh, you know, campaign here to get people to just go out and vote, whatever party you vote for, just go out and vote, make your voice heard. So they're trying to not, I guess, have any distractions, uh, that night, that whatever the case may be. Um, so they're uh, they're hoping they can get more people out there to the voting polls by doing this. Okay. Interesting. Okay. You know, interesting. Um, no, no real surprise there. But I, I mentioned. Um, I didn't get to talk about this yesterday. Actually, Pete Carrill passed away. Did you see this? The Princeton coach. No. One of the all time. Yeah. Oh, one man. of the one of the all time greats. I mean, this guy. You talk wow. about two. He, he upset Georgetown and he upset uh, U, UCLA yeah. with an Ivy League school, uh, you know, at an Ivy League school at Princeton. Not an easy thing to do. And one of the most respected coaches, uh, you know, we've ever seen in, in any mm. level, at any level. I mean, even NBA guys took so many different uh, facets of the way that he went about things um, that he still has an influence really on both games. He beat. He knocked off uh, Georgetown in 1989, and he knocked off UCLA in, I think it was 96, two of the bigger upsets in college, NCAA tournament history. He was 92 years old. So There were NBA players that would go to him in the offseason for pointers. Yes. You know, that's how well-respected he was. Yeah. Motion yeah. offense or something? Yeah, the Princeton yeah. offense. Yeah. yeah. The Princeton yeah. Which, uh, first of all, you had to be in insane shape to be able to right. run it because it's constant yeah, cuts. Yep. Yeah. Never stop. Yep. So, yeah, one of the all-timers right there. So, rest in peace. A um, couple other other things that we uh, we didn't really get a chance to get to. I, I touched on the Tatis story with, with Ben, but his dad is 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 in the Dominican, and he's, and he's ticked off that he feels like his son should not have been suspended for what for what he did um, for the for the the drug that triggered this thing. He claims it's not something that that uh, you know makes you stronger, uh, helps you lift better, gives you better concentration, you know all these other things. But here's the bottom line: this thing has been banned, guys, since 2003. Yeah, is it on the banned list? Yeah, and it's right on the box of this thing that he took, like in bold letters. So I'm sorry, man. Before I take this, like Ben said, I'm calling the 1-800 number, or I'm going yes. to my trainer and saying, yes. "Hey, am I okay with this?" Oh, I'm not. Okay. Then I'm not with that kind of money on the line. It's just, I'm sorry. It's dumb for lack of a better word. It's dumb and careless. I understand people, players are still trying to get an edge, especially when you've been injured. I get that, but you know, eventually you're going to get caught. Is it worth it? So now you suspended 80 games. You're never going to recoup that money. Was it worth it? I mean, really, if you're that nicked up and if you still have a heel, Sit out a little bit longer to get ready for the September run. You're in a prime yeah. position to make the playoffs. Did you really have to expedite? I understand that, you know, sometimes the PEDs, they, they enhance the muscle healing process, so on and so forth. But really, do you want to take that risk with, with, with professional sports, watching the substance abuse like this? 
never watched it before. They have watched dogs everywhere. They give you built-in outs so that you are on the right side of airing, and you still make the mistake. And now you want to cry foul because you got caught? No, I'm I sorry. I have no sympathy for you. I'm with you. I have a hard time. John, Young John, guy John. too. Young Here we guy go. My Cheerios are medicinal. That is You correct. know, John, I've said the same thing many times. I've said the same thing many times. <laughs> Uh, so you've been putting in them Cheerios, baby. Yeah, well, this is what they're, uh, yeah, clearly it's, it's really working. Um, <laughs> so he had a, like some kind of, he had ringworm, which is, you know, like a skin condition thing on his neck. So apparently he sprayed this stuff on his neck to get rid of the ringworm. Like that's, I mean, that's costing you and your team the rest of your season, man, because you're just not. Dude, there are I don't other get things you, you could have addressed the ringworm issue with. What kind of steroids gets rid of ringworm? I don't know. I, I have no idea at this point, man. I really don't. Um, all right, let me get you with a couple. on uh, Two on this date. All right. On this date, Elvis Presley died in 1977. He was, wow, I believe, 42 huge. or 43 oh, years old. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Do you, I don't want to be disrespectful. Do you guys know um, – what he was doing when he passed? He was taking yeah, the uh, He was. You are correct. Yeah. He, he was yeah. on the th- on the throne. Yes, when it happened. Eat, eat, eating a uh, peanut butter and banana sandwich. It's an interesting on, way man. to go out. All right, y'all better leave this story alone, man. You know I was what? just going to say, We're how would you guys it. like to go out? You, uh, 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 you know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm say with some, some baby back ribs in my hands. I'm just uh, saying. Okay. You think I'm lying, all right? No, I know. I no, know it, it's, it's true. I know it is a true. Fried, a fried but banana and, and yeah. that was his thing. He loved that. Yeah, that was his thing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm yep. just saying. Taking the more we dump. talk, the more we talk about it, the more we can end up getting in trouble. So next thing, <laughs> you know, Elvis was not a picture of health at the end. He was right. not. My man was not exactly a picture of health. But why would you be eating on the toilet? Yeah, that's beyond gross. That's, that's, hey, look, look, man. You Elvis Presley. But when you're Elvis, you do whatever you want, right? That's exactly right, man. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Oh, Dad says the Elvis movie was horrible. My wife wanted to watch that. You know, it's like two hours and 40 minutes. Uh, what? I can't watch that. The Elvis watch movie. That. It's long. That's long. Uh, man. Are they going to show the scene in its entirety how he died? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's rough. I'm just asking the question, man. I don't That's know, all. man. Inquiring minds want to know, man. I'm just know. asking. Uh, so that. Showtime apparently eats on the toilet. He, he says, oh, if I could take any food. Oh, the back, no, man. No, Come so on. Showtime says... Uh, who here hasn't eaten on the toilet? All right. Okay. All right. Showtime. Good for oh, you. That's it. All right. No, so um, also on this date, and this is going to tie into something we're going to get to in one second. Madonna married Sean Penn in 1985. They divorced four years later. So it didn't quite work out. But hey man, Sean Penn, I'll kick this coverage in that marriage. No question. Yeah. Well, I, I like Robin Wright. His next wife was nice. Yeah, yeah. good actress too. That's what happens anyway. when you got money, man. You look real good when you got I, money. I'm with you, man. What movie that Shaw was in when he was in jail and he took the uh, he took the sodas and 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 oh, Bad Boys. That's a bad great boy. scene. That bad a great boy. That's yeah, a great yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. He, he uses his pillowcase and he loads it up with with full sodas and yeah, beat food up. Yeah, yeah, beat him up pretty good. People um, take food and beverage in the toilet with them. Yeah, I, I'm bad. sorry, man. I I, I don't I drink I, on the toilet. What? No thanks. I, I'm not eating. Come in, on, in man. I'm not that hungry. Well, how you know could I mean? you eat and smell well, at the same time? No, that's, thank you. that's what I'm talking about. Thank no, you. Thank you. Yeah, thank I'm you. out. All right, movies released on this date. Uncle Buck with John Candy. Classic. It was classic, classic dude. Yeah, yeah. Macaulay Culkin, the whole thing. Yep. Um, yep. The Usual Suspects, 
you know, one of the greatest movie. movies ever. Uh, it, what great twist, great suspense, great Kaiserslautern. Yes, uh, <laughs> the Butler in 2013. Uh, that was a good movie. I don't know what that was? Something just flew. Around. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, jo- Jobs with which was uh, Steve Steve Jobs movie. Yeah. I think it was the Ashton. They did like two of those. I'm not sure which one. One was Ashton Kutcher, but that was uh, 2013 was released. I didn't see that one. I don't know. I didn't see that one either. What is wrong with John Dickerson, man? Yeah, why am I always involved in his scenarios too? You know what I mean? Oh my god! And by the way, I did use that that to teach the kids how to go in the portable potties. Yeah, oh, that was oh. a good idea. Yeah, absolutely yeah. did. Oh my goodness, one hundred percent. Yes. Um, all right, time for birthdays. I mentioned Rob Thompson, the Phillies manager. Good for him. He's fifty nine. The guy finally got a shot, and he's he's crushing it here so far. Al Holland. Known as Mr. T, he was the Phillies closer on the '83 team that went to the World Series. Uh, he does. He did look like Mr. T. He is 70 years old. Um, yeah. Get those out of the way. Uh, James Cameron, 68 years old, the great director, Titanic, yep. uh, yes. among others. Wow, unbelievable. Madonna was actually born on this day. So she got married on her birthday in 1985. Yep. She is 64. Kathy Lee Gifford is 68. Uh, Angela Bassett, the great actress, yep. also 64, yep. shares the same birthday as Madonna, same age. Timothy Hutton, the actor, is 62. Yep. Uh, Reginald Vell Johnson, Family Matters and Die Hard. Oh, yeah. He is 70. And he's uh, 70 Steve, now. Wow. I know, man. I know. And Steve Carell, Steve Carell turned 60 today. That's what I that's a, of the office and a lot of movies. Steve Carell. 40-year-old virgin, get smart, crazy, stupid love. Yeah, you know. All right, my favorite scene in 40-year-old virgin is when he's getting the hair removed from his chest. Did you oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this isn't going to hurt or anything, is it? And, and, and all, all his buddies are in there from work, like, yeah, 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 you're fine. And meanwhile, he's got a sweater on, man. He has got a lot going Oh, on. my goodness, man. And the girl is just ripping man and it's like bright pink it's like barrett's shirt color when they're ripping it off and he's i can't use the language but yeah somehow kelly clarkson got worked into it he screamed anybody who does that man you know women do that all the time get the the waxing and stuff i'm like how in the world do you do that oh my goodness man it's rough but yeah he apparently um like that was really happening in in like the scene, like the what? first couple that they yeah they re- it was real like because they wanted an authentic reaction and he was willing to go with it, yeah yeah it oh, was uh, Judd Apatow Judd yeah. Apatow was the director yes yeah how, how many oh, takes man. did they have to do to get it right right, right <laughs> well the right. one so the one she she put the strip over his nipple and ripped and I think the nipple may oh. have. Yeah, I don't know. No, come on. Don't tell me the nipple came off. I don't I don't, I don't know if it came off, man. But that's not something you want to be playing around with, okay? I mean, let's be real. Holy God. You look, you look down like, hey, man. Uh, yeah, I got one, I got one hey, now. The faucet's missing, man. What's going I, on I, here? I'm not lying to you guys. I knew a kid when I was growing up who had three nipples. A, a boy. <laughs> He had a nipple over a nipple. This guy had three nipples, man. And he used to run around showing everybody, man. Check it out. They're like, dude, we know. All right. I swear to God. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. yeah. And he loved he loved to tell you and show you. Guess what? Have you guys seen? Like, dude, we've seen it a thousand times. We know. Okay, we know. Oh my god. Oh uh, my goodness. Yeah. Stop, man. Rob. Come on, Crazy. man. I'm telling on, you, it's man. the truth. Yeah. Believe me, uh, I I try to get that that vision out of my head. It's still stuck there from 35 years ago. <laughs> I promise you that. Oh my god. <laughs> Something okay. wrong with y'all, man. Y'all, y'all oh. need help. Oh man, I can't take oh. it, man. I can't All right. So it. also, as I mentioned, the uh, the NBA not only uh, do the Sixers play Christmas time, they are part of the the opening night doubleheader, uh, where they play Boston at Boston in the early game, and then the later game is the Lakers and the uh, and the Warriors. So that's, that's the, uh, the doubleheader. Yeah, it should that should be really good. So apparently, too, they've. Uh, the Knicks and the Jazz have started to engage back back into talks, re-engage into talks about uh, Donovan Mitchell. So I don't think he's going to end up staying in Utah. I think he's going to end up getting moved. Moved. What do you guys think? I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's you know, bad for Utah, good for whoever gets him. You know, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Uh, you, you're talking about instant offense. You get that dude on your arsenal. I wonder how he feels about going from Utah to the Knicks, though. I mean, jeez. Little, well, he's from he, his dad's an executive with the Mets. Did you guys know that Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, no, so I he's guess. a he's a New York guy. That's got to be good for him. Exciting. You, I mean, I'm thinking, couldn't you send me to the Nets? Do you have to send me to the Knicks? Nah. Really? No, nah, I hear you. I hear Man. you. Um, Kevin Durant yesterday, so he comes out with this uh, statement, basically like, "I'm not retiring," which is like weird in and of it. Who was like who was really saying Some, you're going to retire? Somebody, I guess somebody had put it out there on social media that the rumor was he was going to retire. So he jumped to respond to it, you know. I t- you're I not going to gonna me, retire. Why would things you, you address and other things you just yes. like, you Just know. leave it alone. Who cares? Yeah. And he's very caught up in that stuff. You know, I, I, don't, it, I don't get it. I don't get it. it, it he's got burner accounts and all that stuff, man. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's got that secret life going. You never I know. know. I don't know, but yeah, the latest is he's he was working out in Barcelona with Harden, and the Sixers are in the in play here for the uh, for the his services. I, I I still think it's Boston. I really do. Yeah, I don't. Say <laughs> I really that. Don't, do. Don't say that, man. Gigi don't didn't like my uh, my transition. What's that? <laughs> Speaking of nipples, Lakers and Warriors are playing on Christmas. No. <laughs> They're actually playing October eighteenth, but yes, oh, my uh, Sixers aren't playing on Christmas. Yeah. Um, oh man. So here's the way it shakes out Eagles-wise, guys. We've got a couple more minutes, about five minutes left in show. So they finish practice up today, off tomorrow, yep. travel day tomorrow to Cleveland. They go to Cleveland and they play two open practices, Thursday and Friday. Uh, then they have a walkthrough, then the game. And I think we're all in agreement that, like, the leg- will be legitimate – Well, no, the legitimate um, – <laughs> Yeah, right. Set in ink starters will not be – either playing at all or getting just minuscule amount of time, like a tiny little bit of time. They'll get their work in Friday and Saturday and that's it. I mean, Thursday and Friday and that's it. Yeah, I agree with you. Why put them out there? There's no need to put them out there Sunday. Um, Especially after that nut, you know, hit your quarterback, you know, there's no more, there's no chance. Yeah. That's, you know, I do wonder though, you have a guy like Dillard who was back at practice today, who who got into it, uh, you know, with teammates the other day. Um, these can tend to get chippy. The, these these dual practices because yep. you're playing somebody else for the first time. I wonder how careful and cautious they are here 
you know, especially with the guy after going yeah. through what would happen with <laughs> Jalen the other. Night. I don't think they will. No, not in these, not 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 in the open. I mean, because you still can't hit the quarterback in these uh in these uh practices. Yeah, they won't allow that. I promise you, they will not. Yeah, oh, yeah, they'll be in red yeah. shirts, right? They'll be in red yeah, shirts yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah, I mean, he he's safe to get in a good workout against Cleveland yeah. here. But um, in terms of that game on Sunday, when it's more open season, nope, I wouldn't even dress them to be honest. Jalen Hurts doesn't even dress on Sunday. I don't nope. think they were going to dress anyway, but I, I think especially, man, you're sitting there and you're Nick Sirianni and you bo- see both sides of the of the ledger. You see your guy right, escape right. it, and you see their guy blow their his knee out on yep. a non-contact injury. Oh, I mean, yeah, that just cemented it. I think exactly. He, he's not going to play. No. So hey, hey, hey Barrett, uh, Philly five five nine has a good question. I, one question I've been thinking about for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> he needs brother. brother. Yeah, get your brother on. Yeah, uh, he's working during the day, man. I mean, he, he, ch- he changed it. They changed their shifts in the post office like every three weeks to a month, man. So whenever he gets a time when he's not working during our time, he'll be on, man. He, he'll right. say he promised too. Yeah, he'll come on. All right, there you go, right. Eric. When he has an off day, man. I want to make sure I'm here for that show. <laughs> I will not. If I'm out of town, I'm coming back for that show. Derek's going to be like a detective when Phillips on, man. He's right. just waking up just every wait. piece. And my of brother dirt. will tell. He's going to tell nothing but the truth. Yep. Nothing yep. but the truth. I can't yeah. wait for that show. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm not a bad guy, so I don't really have any. Bad I didn't say you were a bad guy, but you know what? We all have family skeletons oh, in the closet. I really don't have any, man. I, I really don't. Okay. All You'll right. See. All right. What's uh-huh. the Phillips says? All right. I ain't gonna uh, believe you. <laughs> you don't look at me he's like uh, see, Phillips. Philip is a problem. I'm telling <laughs> like you he, right now. He can't even look at us right now, Rob. No, see? because he knows. He uh, he knows I, mean, I, I didn't do much, man. I may, I may have did one. Thing. Wait, 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 wait. He's wait. He went. I'm gonna give you just a quick synopsis. Oh, First of all, he says I'm a good guy. I said okay. I didn't do anything. Okay. Well, I did a few things. No, I did one thing. I don't know yeah. what it is anymore. You've been glad no, for the last thirty seconds. I would, bro. I was watching. Uh, I was watching. I think it was Tom and Jerry. And I told, I told my my, uh, my younger brother, Aaron. I said, "Come here." And I got on my back, and I tried to, you know, when when Tom <laughs> had the thing, and he, and he had to put the guy. And he was he was flipping around like this, so I tried to do that to my brother. Instead, I like launched him into the wall. He knocked his two front teeth out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I got in so much trouble for it. Yeah, that. I'm sure you paid for it uh, later yeah, that so day. Much trouble for it, All right, we're out of time. Uh, that was fun. We're back at it tomorrow at the same time for three hours of power. Appreciate all of you listening, all of you streaming, all of you in the chat room. Thanks to Xander Kraus, our producer. Don't go anywhere. Dan Cilio's got you for the National Football Show. Speaking of three hours of power, he's rolling strong. Uh, at 3 o'clock Eastern. All right, fellas, we're back at it tomorrow. I'll see you guys. Everybody have a good night. All right, we will talk to you. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on Action News. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. 
field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.